welcome to episode 23 of the Geekishly Toku Podcast. It's been a while since I've had to say that. I had to remember it correctly. Oh shit, it's episode 23? Yeah. I thought it was episode 22. Oh crap. <laughs> no, I, did you really think it was 22? Yeah. No, it's 23. I guess I forgot to save the uh, stuff on my... Oh yeah, that's right. I just looked in my Dropbox. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> what a way to start. <laughs> it happens, believe it or not. With the Ace of Geeks one that I edit for uh, for them, they tend to forget what number it is. They don't even say the number in the episode anymore. They just say, welcome to the Ace of Geeks pod- <laughs> podcast now. So, it happens. And again, we haven't... We were supposed to record last week, but finals happened. No, finals is happening next week. Oh. Last week, I just was working a lot and didn't have enough time to watch TV. Oh, okay. Because so I got a job. Yep, and that's what he does. This, that's what he did this week. Yeah. And I won't that's lie, we... the number of shows we have to talk about are dwindling fast. Well, yeah, because, let's see, Legends ends next week. Yep. And then two weeks from now is the season finales for Arrow and Flash, and then Flash. we're into the summer. And then... And then Truck. And then Truck, yeah. And then <laughs> Amazon's is getting into the final half of its run. Well, see, Toku's not really a problem, because we're always going to have at least two shows to talk yeah. about. Um, it's more of the geek section, because once Legends, Flash, and I don't really care about it, but Arrow ends... We We're do not gonna... have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to talk about the last half of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't watch the show anymore. I haven't watched the show all season. I don't care about it. If you care about it, you can talk about it. I'm not going to say no to that, but I don't want to talk about it. Well, we'll do something. <laughs> we'll so, figure it out. <laughs> and as you'll find out later, we're, the show list we have is getting even smaller. So, Well, my show list is getting smaller. True. <laughs> Very, that's, that is true. Because yeah. the upfronts were yesterday. We're recording this on Friday the 13th of all days. so. <laughs> Fun fact, 13 is actually a lucky number for me. You wouldn't know it because today's been shit. But, uh, you that know. was yesterday for me. But I found a dollar on the floor yesterday, so that was fun. I was walking to school and I'm like, ooh, a dollar. Ooh, a piece of candy. Basically. Ooh, a piece of candy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'd laugh. It's like, I found a dollar and had a string attached to it. And some guy made fun of me. And then I cried. <laughs> Basically. I'm a student. Yeah. I need all the money I can get, okay? <laughs> but next week is finals week. So this ends up working out perfectly for me. Yeah. Because. So, so the next time after this podcast, the next time, next time you hear our voices, Sean will be a free man for the summer. Well, I'll be working, but, you know. Well, you know, school's over. Yeah, I'll actually have free time again. Yep. And, <laughs> Which then, is a, and yeah. how many years you have left? After this semester, you have, what, a full year left? About a full year, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. And from, and from what he's told me, he's probably going to at least have a job close to being out of school, right? Possibly. Well, with the recommendation... Well, I have a bunch of people's recommendations at this point. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, that's what I get for helping out yeah. with the class and just being myself, basically. Yeah, I envy you, dude. I am a full-on introvert. I envy you for being an extrovert. It 
can be tough sometimes for me, though, because there are moments where I literally turn in on myself and become a turtle. <laughs> See, that's the difference, though. You, My issue is motivation. It's hard for me to get the motivation to do things. It happens. It just happens rarely. With you, you just... I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm just doing it. I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. And then you just blaze right through and do it. That's very hard for me to do. Well, when you grow up having people tell you you can't do things, you eventually just say, fuck you, I'm doing what I want. See, again, that's still... And I don't still, give that, a fuck. That's hard for me to do, too. It, it took a while. It wasn't up until fairly recently, like within the last two years, that I started being very headstrong about things. I've, I've started to go there... I've started to get to that part. To, to it's that, a process. It's, yeah, it's definitely freaking process, and it's hard to get to the end because it involves building your self confidence up. It's building, it's building your self worth. It's, it's a lot of just picking yourself up every time you fall down, and yep. once you learn how to do that, you're you're gonna be unstoppable. Yep. And for me, it took the better part of nineteen years to sort of be able to 100% pull myself out of this funk. I'm still, I still have my moments, but for the most part, I'm able to lift myself back up and go, alright, that was an entire fuck up, let's try that again. <laughs> let's go to a different angle. Yeah. But, you'll get there. Believe me. If not, fake it till you make it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a comic where somebody was like, how do you make it as an adult? Oh, I just roleplay as an adult until I don't have to anymore. There you go. <laughs> that, is literally, that is literally all you have to do. I, th- I thought it was actually kind of funny. It's like, it's actually an interesting thought. Like, as kids, you think adults know what they're doing with their lives. In, in truth, none of us know what we're doing. We're kind of nope. just figuring it out as we go along. We're f- flailing through life and hope- hoping something sticks. Exactly. But okay, so we've got some news, some good news, some bad Re- news. Reebok tried to throw something at the wall and it did not stick. <laughs> oh, this one failed epically. So yep. you watched the movie Aliens, right? No. Okay, well you know about it. I, I know about it. I know. I know. I know Ripley. I know the like the infamous scene where she comes out in the giant yellow mech thing, and then and her like, shoes. And then the scene where she's, like, leaning up against the wall and the weird alien thing comes in and then the second alien thing comes out of its mouth. Yeah. I know, that. I know those. I know those, like, iconic scenes, but I haven't actually seen the movie. Yeah. Um, ooh, I forgot. If you look over at the recent posts, there's something that I want to throw up into the news docket. It's a trailer. Fourth, fourth thing? Yeah, the fourth thing. Okay. Because that, that's something interesting I want to mention. Um, but we can so, do that after this one, just for the sake of it. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I'll just move that tab over. All right. Uh, so this was sort of the same, like with when Back to the Future sort of had its deal, where they had the self tying shoes. Except you know that actually did well. Uh, this Ripley's a female character, and Reebok decided, oh, we'll just make the shoes in men's sizes only. The fuck are you guys thinking? Like, I saw them say something like, 
They put them out in men's shoe size, but women can still wear them. Yeah, I don't. No. I I don't know. You know, it's sort of like men's clothes. You know, you make like a, a men's shirt and like from small to you know small to extra large, women can still wear it. Yeah, it's just with when it comes to like female clothing though, and it's just honestly sizes are voodoo magic and decided by nonsensical numbers because you could be a size 10 at one store and then be a size 15 at another but both articles of clothing are the same size yeah it's bullshit so i mean uh, i mean is it dumb they only made them in men's size yes it is dumb is it's it... also dumb that they only made 36 pairs of them oh yeah well, it was a it was a publicity stunt. That's all it was. They, it was a money grab. Like if they if they really made those shoes to be like here, take them. Everybody buy a pair. Everybody wear a pair. You know, then because because believe it or not, like the whole like Back to the Future thing that was a little difficult because it was a lot more they went into the shoes because they had the motors and all the activation stuff. I'm making a small amount of those is understandable. These, they're just shoes. Really. They're just they, hi, they're high tops with a higher top. They're they're super high tops. Yeah, super high tops. That's all they are. So to <laughs> I mean, a to make thirty six in only men's is bullshit. Uh, only making thirty six is bullshit because it takes a little bit more material. So if a normal shoe, a normal high top is, we'll say fifty dollars charge $60 for the extra materials. You're good to go. Make them in or make, charge 70 or that. Yeah. Put make them in different colors. And you would make a lot of money off of these things. People would buy them because it would be like, "Oh cool, now I get, you know, especially like younger girls. I get to be like Ripley now. I get to be a badass woman, you know." And again, they're just overall cool-looking shoes. I'd wear them. Seriously. High so tops aren't my thing, but i definitely wear them. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's just more of... They, 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 they fucked up. I believe, like, there's a small silver lining saying that women can wear these. It's a little bit more difficult, but they can wear them. But overall, they fucked up. Well, it's more of, like, they would have to figure out, like, what shoe size is the equivalent in men's. And sometimes that's a little difficult because sometimes... You your shoe size might not have an equivalent because these shoes were only made in sizes men's sizes nine through thirteen. So if you're a guy and you happen to have feet that are bigger than a size thirteen or smaller than a size nine, you were SOL. And yep. And same with women. If your feet didn't have an equivalent size of between nine and thirteen, you were also SOL. Yeah. And, and also, I, w I will admit, like, I, I do kind of... Is this by Mike? This is by Mike. Okay. I do agree with Mike. Um, where is it? Sneakers were only intended for the hardcore sneaker collector market. Again, which and is I, bullshit, but, you know. Well, well see, again, I, I feel like what they should have done is they should have said, we're going to come out with a collector's edition that is fully meant to be like, look what I have. These are awesome. Look at them in a glass case. But then they also should have come out with 
the economy actual, the economy version. version that you can buy and wear and walk around wherever with that would have been a good marketing uh, a good marketing a good marketing plan English escaping you again yes <laughs> I told you I'm tired all right I know I'm just giving you shit so I I feel like they should have done that that would have made every that would have because I mean, you you could you could have still purchased the economy once and put them inside of a glass case. It wouldn't have been like the thirty six that were created, you know, for the collector's part. But you still could have put them in a glass case and said, "I'm not touching these," and then bought a pair of maybe the same ones in blue to wear around. Or if they just make red, then they just make red. That's fine. But you know. It is Overall, it, it was a marketing disaster. <sighs> yeah. Speaking of possible marketing disasters... Okay, I've actually seen two different variations on this trailer. The first one, with the Kanye West song. And the second <laughs> one, without the Kanye West song. Guess which one's better? Probably the one without Kanye West in it. Yes! Because everything's better without Kanye. Uh, also, like, the animus that they were using kind of looks kind of weird. Oh, if you didn't catch on, we're talking about the Assassin's Creed movie trailer that dropped on Jimmy Kimmel, of all places. Well, they did the same... What was the other one? The Batman vs. Superman? Yeah, but see, that's kind of a high-profile movie. Oh, wait, no, it was Civil War. Civil War all dropped. S- also sort of a higher-profile movie as well. Yeah. This is just... this just came onto people's radar fairly recently. I feel like this is probably going to have the same effect as the Power Rangers movie where you're going to have people going eh, Assassin's Creed's a video game, I'm not really interested in that, and then they're going to watch the movie and go, oh my god, I have to own all of these games now. And what's great about this is that the movie is its own story it's not following any of the other games' stories. And guess what? No one did expect that this game would take place in the Spanish Inquisition. No one expected the Inquisition. And there's your Monty Python reference for the day. (laughs) Mic drop. I'm out. Actually, I kind of enjoy that because... Again, I I don't want to bring it up, but I wish the Power Ranger fandom was like that. Or at least anybody who was interested in seeing a Power Rangers movie. Because when everybody says, oh, Power Rangers movie, yay, where's Tommy, where's Jason David Frank, let's bring back Austin St. John and the original characters. No, this is a reboot. Reboot. <laughs> it's going to have nothing to do with the show. Alright? Exactly. Deal with it. It's the same thing with this. When it first came out, people didn't go, oh my god, oh my god, Ezio, we're going to have all of the Assassin's Creed main characters in one movie, it's going to be amazing. And then it has nothing to do with the games and everything. It, it takes place in the same universe, but, you know, it's a different story, which will add to the overall narrative in the quote-unquote modern time section of the whatever. Which I wonder, I wonder if there's going to be a game about it. A game there's about not, a movie about a game? There's not a game coming out this year, so... Which is well, strange, because Assassin's Creed has been a yearly series I, I'm wondering cause ever this since comes Brotherhood out in De- since this comes out in December technically this year I wonder <laughs> if they said we're getting a movie let's just have the movie and then bring out a new game next year that's what everyone's speculating yeah 
And this is coming from someone who has not played a single Assassin's Creed game. I have played all of them except for the most recent one and Assassin's Creed Rogue. Yeah. I've played all of them except for two. Well, also, five, also, technically. I haven't seen the trailer the either. So... If okay, try to find the one without the Kanye West music because the Kanye West music kills the mood. Oh, I bet. Like I've seen, that's pretty much the only thing I've seen people say is like, it's going to be a great movie. The action scenes, the costumes, all of it's great. Like, but Kanye everything West? else looks everything else looks great, but Kanye. You know, and like I said, excuse every, me. Everything gets worse when you add Kanye to it. Everything. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> you add Kanye to anything, and it just brings everything down. Yeah. Okay, and what we do know about this movie is that it is it does star Michael Fassbender, aka uh, Steve Jobs from that one movie, aka Magneto from the rebooted X Men movie franchise. And yeah, is he also playing uh, Magneto in Apocalypse? Yeah, he's okay. yeah he's played Magneto in. First Class, Days of Future Past, and now Apocalypse. Another movie's franchise that needs to get axed. Well, yeah, from what I hear about X-Men Apocalypse, it's not doing too well. (laughs) Fox just... Fox needs to give up. That's all I'm saying. Fox needs to just... We're done. Take everything and do what you want with it. Because everything they come out with sucks. You haven't seen Deadpool yet, so... Well, okay... De- I'll, I'll give you Deadpool. I'll give you Deadpool. But Which, everything... It's like... It's essentially like... You know... T- we've got a bucket full of shit and a diamond. Oh, the bucket full of shit is everything else. The diamond is Deadpool. And that's well, what they're working with right now. Like, First Class was fine. First Class was great. X-Men... Like, the original X-Men movie was great. X-Men 2 was pretty good. It's just... X-Men 3 was crap. And from what I hear, Apocalypse is gonna be crap. There's a problem with Fox and movie franchises at the third movie. It's the, more of... The Fantastic Four from last year. Technically, it's the third Fantastic Four movie, and it was shit. Well, so was the second Fantastic Four movie. Well, technically, that entire franchise didn't really have anything to stand yeah. on. But the third movie was especially shit. It's Even just... though it was a reboot of it, it still was essentially shit. It's just more of... They're under, they were, they're under the same banner Sony was before they gave Spider-Man back. They are doing everything in their power to make movie after movie after movie and after movie saturating the market to the point where nobody gives a damn anymore because they're just doing whatever they want to try to keep the franchise. And it's like, give up, go with Marvel, get half the money for all of these franchises, and you'll make more. And you still have licenses to make the spin-off movies yourselves because there's still a Venom movie in the works over at Sony. Yeah. So it's like you know <laughs> like it, I would love to look it's like if you get 300 million from your X-Men movie that's fine. Probably getting very little profit back, but it's fine. Give it give half of it to Marvel. Or give it to Marvel. See what they can do with it. Bring back, like, $900 million for it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like... You have to, like, think about things. Don't just take money. Oh, my God. Well, just give us an Avengers vs. X-Men movie, and boom. You have an instant 
money-making machine right there. There you go. Because that is a huge story in the comics. But, yeah. Yeah. That's enough about Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Even though we took a left turn into X-Men. Uh, <laughs> I we should have taken that left turn to X-Men. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if you scroll down on this article, like, the action looks great. The, the costuming looks great. Oh, yeah. I, w- I watched the gif of the girl, like, deflecting <sighs> stuff and then stabbing two people at once. Like, Oh, yeah. Times. No, it is it is beautiful. And it takes place during the Spanish Inquisition. Something that hasn't been explored in Assassin's Creed. We were at the Crusades. We had the Italian Renaissance. We had the rise and fall of the Ottoman Empire. We had the uh, American <laughs> Revolution, the French Revolution, the Golden Age of Piracy... I mean, the end of the golden age of piracy and the industrial age. It's just, I wasn't. I'm not really interested in Assassin. Like, I'll, I, I might watch the movie when it comes out, but as far as the games, it's what I said about Fallout Four and Skyrim motorcycle. I'll wait for it. That guy sounds like he's sounds like he's having some problems with that. Um. <laughs> uh. The problem with Assassin's Creed is it's the same game, just set in a different time period, or possible same time period. It's got the same mechanics, it's pretty much got the same story. Well, it updates mechanics from games to game, or in the case of Assassin's Creed Unity, scraps all the good parts and gives you back the crap that you didn't like about one of the earlier installments. (laughs) Sounds about right for a gaming franchise that has a game every year. Yeah, but let's see. The game before Unity, Black Flag, one of the best. Syndicate, the game after it, also high, like lifted as one of the better games of the series. Like the the article cites Assassin's Creed 2, Black Flag and Syndicate. Personally, I think Assassin's Creed Brotherhood's better than Assassin's Creed 2, but I also had more fun with Brotherhood. Cuz there was more to do. Yeah. What was the one with the digital stuff? Revelations, I want to say, where you're trapped in the Animus? It was a guy who, in like modern day... Oh, that's Watch Dogs. Different game entirely. No, it's... No, it's not. It's not. Because I know there was a one they went into an underground cavern and there was this like machine or something and he had to get into like some sort of bed to be strapped in and his mind would get like teleported back in time oh so you're basically talking about every single assassin's creed game then because really almost yeah your main character gets put into a chair and you're reliving the memories your genetic memories of your ancestors oh that is what the entire basis of the franchise is up until about assassin's creed 4 where you're not reliving your ancestors. You're reliving some other person's ancestors' memories. That's dumb. Yeah. But the storytelling aspects of it are fun. I mean, Unity is one of the low points, but I still had a little bit of fun. The story was kind of compelling at times. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So that's Assassin's Creed. Oh, we're talking about reliving memories. Yeah. Perfect segue. (laughs) So, that Solo Han Solo movie. 
Surprisingly, solo not five times fast. Solo Han Solo. Solo Han Solo. So, so, sounds like uh, sounds like you're trying to solo. beatbox. Han Solo. Or that. So it's like, da, da, sounds like da, you're trying da, da, to... Da, da. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like you're trying to beatbox. Holo Han Solo. Solo Han Solo. Solo Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. So, we got... We got our new young Han Solo, who Alden looks e- Ehrenreich. Ehrenreich. E- Ehrenreich. I have problems with, with pronouncing names today. That sounds about right. Um, and he was in a movie called Hail Caesar. Yep. And funnily enough, looks nothing like Harrison Ford. Fun. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> and. Like it just—it doesn't make any sense either because uh, Iron Rick looks probably twenty-five ish, and when Harrison Ford first took the role, first took Han Solo, he was like thirty, thirty-five. Yeah, you don't age and look different by that much in ten years. If this was a young Han Solo movie. And they had it take place when he was like 15. Alright, I can believe that. But having a 25 year old actor to play a character who when he started was only 10-ish years older than him doesn't really work. I mean, because it worked with um, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because there was like a 30-ish year period between them. Also, there was a sort of kind of resemblance. Yeah. And they sounded similar. And all, I mean, it was perfect. This, not so much. This, I, I, I don't, I don't believe this for this a spot. Is, I, I believe uh, At best. Yeah, I, this, this is probably going to, this is probably going to be, I'm calling it now. If I'm wrong, I am wrong, and I will own up to it. But I'm calling it now. This is probably going to be the worst Star Wars movie since the prequels. Since the Phantom Menace. No, Metachlorians. Since, since the prequels, because the prequels were just shit. Yeah. People was like, oh, I don't know. It was like, no, they were bad. It had nothing to do with the Jedi. It had nothing to do with anything. It was all about politics. And then, boom, the Clone War happened. It's like, okay. Yep. And now, on to news that you probably don't give, you probably don't really care too much about. Eh. Pokemon! Because It's, it's I, interesting. I'm not fully surprised it's happening, but I'm not, I, I believe it or not, I cared less about the Assassin's Creed movie. <laughs> so. Yeah. So... New Pokemon, we talked about this earlier in an earlier episode, but they just released the starters and what the legendaries look like. So we have an we have a cat, fire type, Litten. We have a seal, like a circus seal, called Poplio, the water type, and then we have a grass flying owl, owl called Rowlet. Or Rowlet. I don't know. Roll it, I guess. 
Yeah. Although, if you say it with owl, it would be rowlet, but if you say it's, it normally, it's, it's rowlet. So it's I mean, probably going to be rowlet, because it is an owl, and Pokemon yeah. makes it a point to do that. And we also get the two cover legendaries. We don't have their names, but one is a bat for moon, because nighttime, and one is a lion for daytime, for sun. Because we haven't had enough lion legendaries yet. No, we haven't. <laughs> I'm kidding. But... The Alola region? The Alola region. So so it's the same graphics as... Uh, X and Y? Yeah. X and Y, yeah. It's going to build on it, so... And it's funny, too, because I saw people getting all excited about the... Uh, like, you can customize your character! I'm like, no, you can change the way their skin is. And, and their only, outfits. You can change... Hair color for the white characters. You can change male, female for the tan and the African American characters. Because I'm sorry, there's more than a blue blonde like like fair skin, brown hair. What if you have blue eyes? You can't like my mother. Yeah. What if you're fair skin, brown eyes, blonde hair? You can't do that either. What if you're a redhead? Who cares? You know, it's like you want to customize things. Make everything customized. Choose yep. skin color. Choose eye color. Choose hair color. Choose hairstyle. That's customization. This is just half-ass way to customize things. And I've seen people actually get excited. Oh my god, they're keeping the customers. It's like, really? Well, people were upset that Alpha, uh, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby didn't have it. Because it was just a port. It was literally a remastering. Yeah, they of... they made the they made the graphics a little better, and then they ported the game over. They that ported was... the game over into the X and Y engine, and yeah. I'm like, whatever. Like, you don't want to change too much about that. Like, it was cool when Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out, where you could do what you did in Pokemon Yellow and have your Pokemon follow behind you, and yeah. you could do Pokemon that weren't just Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm okay with having a Pikachu follow me at all times because that, I am a Pikachu fan. That's pretty much all they changed. <laughs> well, Otherwise, they also the added the in they added in like post game stuff too, which is what these games typically will do. They'll add on post game stuff to fill it out because Fire Red and Leaf Green did that with the the uh, Sevi Islands. I don't I don't know if you're aware. They did it with Gold and Silver too. I don't mean Heart Gold and Soul Silver. They no, did I, it with I know Gold and Silver. I know. But so I'm mentioning, I'm, like, with the re-releases, like, the next-gen ports of it. So, like, Fire Red Leaf Green, Heart Gold Soul Silver, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. Like, they added more post-game content than they, they already did. Because I know the only post-game stuff I think they had in, like, Red, Blue, and Yellow... Was nothing. But, Once you... F- was No. Well, Mewtwo. Yeah, there was Mewtwo, you could face Red. Well, no, that was... No, that was still, Gold, that was silver. silver, and Crystal. Yeah, so there was Mew and Mewtwo. Except Red Mew wasn't... Mew wasn't available other than via glitching. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, you know, they had, they had content, so they just expanded things. Yeah, and I'm excited for more Pokemon stuff, because... That just means it's another region for me to eventually go through with a Pikachu beating the Pokemon League. 
because that is my goal in life, is to beat every Pokemon League with just a single Pikachu. I actually watched a, a streamer uh, play Fire Red. I didn't see the whole thing, yeah. but I was there for the end where he tried to defeat all of the game with just his starting Squirtle. He didn't, not like it stayed a Squirtle. You know, it eventually grew up into a Blastoise, and evolved into a Blastoise. But he made it all the way to, I think, Agnes before he lost. Jeez. And he was like one of those people where it was essentially like a speed run. So once he lost to Agnes, he just, like, he essentially rage quit the stream. He's like, he tried to start over, and he's like, I just, I just can't <laughs> no. do it. Because what happened oh. was, after, when he lost, it was, it was it's sort of like, do you know what a... Um, a Nuzlocke um, is. Yeah, I'm very. I was going to say Nuzlocke. I'm very yeah. well aware. Yeah. So it, essentially, that's what he did. Once Blastoise was done, he was like, "Okay, now I have to start over." And I won't lie. Like one of the reasons why I want Pokemon not even to play the game normally. I want a Pokemon game so I can do a Wonderlock challenge. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. For those that don't know, a Wonderlock challenge is essentially like a Nuzlocke, except you limit... There's a streamer, Pyro... Uh, I can't remember his... Pyro Puncher. There we go. Part of the Minecraft group. Look him up. You're fun. Um, he did one with X and Y. I think he might have also done it with Heart Gold, Soul Silver. I can't remember. Um, where he... Um, um, what you essentially do is you catch a Pokemon, you put it in the Wonder, you put it in the what the heck's it called? The PC? No, like where um, you can like trade mysteriously with people. Wonder trade. Wonder trade. Yes, oh. that's why it's called a Wonder Lock. You catch a Pokemon, you put it into the Wonder trade. And whatever you get, you use. And then it essentially becomes a Nuzlocke, where if they faint, they're quote-unquote dead, and you release them. <laughs> so you're going to end up with a bunch of oddishes. Not necessarily. I mean, he's gotten some pretty... I mean, he's gotten... Some, sometimes you get some pretty good stuff, but I occasionally mean, you'll just get a bunch of oddishes. I mean, like, you, yeah, you get, like, Bidoofs and <laughs> random stuff like that. But other times, you know, you can grab, like, a Scyther... You know, or something kind of powerful. So, I that's why that's why I would do it. I think it would be interesting. That's yeah, like I, the only way I would play the game. I would never play it normally. I would just continue to do Wonderlock Channel. There are no 3DS emulators out there that would... Like, there's no 3DS emulators, period. So you would need to actually have a 3DS. Oh, yeah. I, di I did just message you that emulators and ROMs are the way to go if you wanted to play any of the older games. Well, unless you have a Wii. Or they're on a the 3DS, Wii yeah. All the older games are in Wiis. Wiis. Yeah, <gasps> but... Then we have the Voltron trailer. Which I'm surprised you were actually excited about. There, there, I, if I could nitpick a couple things, like... I don't know if it was just the trailer, but it looked like some of the the audio was off. Like it might have just moving. been the trailer. 
Like there was like itself. mouth moving, but there was no audio, or there was audio and the mouth wasn't moving correctly. Um, but as far as the story, it's it's an interesting story, and I ha- I have to admit I laughed hysterically in the one scene from the trailer where the the main dude is sitting there piloting the main black one. Yeah, and everybody else is in the like the cockpit with him and they're just like freaking the fuck out as he's driving this thing really fast and he's just stone cold straight face <laughs> yes. I'm actually quite excited because the, the series comes out right before my birthday so was it, was it June, I June 10th I believe June 10th okay I thought so it was the Friday before my birthday so I mean I'm, I'm excited because I actually get to watch it. You know, it's not like a movie where you know, I can get maybe kind of excited because I might be able to see it in theaters. But we can I talk about access, it here. Because I have access to a uh, a Netflix account, so. Yeah, we can talk about it here. Yeah. I mean. Voila. Because um, it is, in fact, a geeky show. Well, yeah, because, like, because, <laughs> um, like, um. Actually, I can't talk today. This is going to be a really interesting podcast. <laughs> um, there's um, the source-fed nerd people do it with, uh, like, Je- they did it with Jessica Jones and Daredevil and stuff like that, where they'll have like the viewing parties, where they'll like actually stream themselves watching it, so you can like interact with fans and stuff as you watch it. I, th- I think that'd be kind of interesting to do. Yeah, possibly. We'd have to get a lot of people, though, and I don't think we have the same... <laughs> I don't think we'd have the ability to get that many We're not source-fed nerd. Yeah. But, so that's all for the etc. geeky news. Because sure. we're moving over to the Marvel stuff. Honestly... When, it, when is your birthday? Flag day, June 14th. 14th, okay. Same day as, unfortunately, the same day as... Presidential candidate Donald Trump. Goof. Yeah. Can you, like, change your birth certificate? No. I would need to go back in time and force my mother to give birth to me a day early. Or a day late. I don't know how I'd force someone to have me a day late. Because I was born in the morning. Well, to be fair, if you could stop time, you could just, like, stop time for her. Like, go back to, like, don't worry, it's fine. Stop time for her for, like, 24 hours. And then start time up again, and then she has you on the 11th. (laughs) Or has me on the 15th. Or the 13th. I don't know. Then my birthday would occasionally land on Friday the 13th, and I would be excited. Well, (laughs) as someone whose birthday is on a 13th, it's... It's interesting. Yeah. Actually, is my birthday on the 13th this year? Or on a Friday this year? No, it's on a Saturday this year. (laughs) Is my birthday on the 13th this year? Probably, if it's on the 13th every year. Yeah, I know. Was it on? It was on a Thursday last year. Oh yeah, because we had leap year this year. Yeah, so that's why it's an extra. So, so technically, my birthday should have been on a, on the uh, on a Friday this year, but because of leap year, it gets pushed today to the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so on to the Marvel news, courtesy of the Marvel Report, as per usual. Let's see, Netflix obviously has now ordered a Punisher series because of his popularity in Daredevil. There's not much else to say about this other than they're not changing the actor, thank God. And, 
just it, another show I won't be watching. It'll be another show that I will be watching, so this will be fun. And uh, and and I want I want to preface this just in case anybody's like, oh my god. I don't watch these shows not because I think they're going to have a terrible story, not because of the actors, not because of anything like that. I can't watch it because... Gratuitous violence. Gratuitous violence. And it's like, it's not really like, I hate it. I do think a lot of the time it's over top and it's overused. It's more of my stomach can't take it. For, I'm going to give you a small example. I was tired last night after watching Critical Role. Go watch it. Just look it up. You'll find it. Um, and I was watching Legends of Tomorrow just as a small I'm not going to go into detail about it but when they went back to the place after leaving it the first time to go blow it up they did that shot where the the wave rider was kind of spinning a little bit and then in the background the ship they were going to was spinning even faster so the combination of those two actually started to get me a little nauseous and a headache. So the com- so <laughs> you can see why I have a really weak stomach. Because Ooh. small things like that get me dizzy. I do have another piece of news that that bur- literally just broke right now, but that'll be after we get to the a further piece of news because it involves Black Panther the movie. The one we talked about beforehand? No, no, this is an entirely new one. Trust me. Uh, oh. Trust me. Okay, well, well, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, I'm just... Uh, because this is a very interesting twist of fate, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, but, yeah. I'm going to end up watching this because, uh, as a Walking Dead fan and as a Punisher fan... The John Bar- uh, John Barenthal, who plays the Punisher, did a fantastic job this past season in Daredevil, and I'm excited to see where his stories will go up, go next because the Punisher has a ton of content to go through. Well, yeah, because it hasn't been done before, other than those two really shitty movies. Yeah, you know, like John, like Constantine. It had a really shitty movie and an okay TV show, and then it was canceled. Still pisses me off to this very day. Yep. Because I... Matt Ryan's portrayal of the character was spot on. And also... Oh, it's, well, there's no article for it, so I mean... Yeah, okay. That's... Never mind. No? I, I, went, I, went, I went off on a totally different thought. Okay. Keep going. And then... More casting news. Uh, Stephen Merchant... And Richard E. Grant are joining the third and final Hugh Jackman Wolverine solo movie. Uh, one of them, Stephen Merchant, is a British comedian. I don't know why he's in this movie. Is he the guy with the beard? Yep. Okay, I thought so. Because the other guy was the great intelligence from Doctor Who. Yes, he was. Yes. And he is playing a villainous mad scientist character again. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. But Merchant he might be playing a more serious role. No one knows. But uh, he was in the British version of The Office with uh, Ricky Gervais. 
and also was on Ricky Gervais' show Episodes, I want to say. Or was it... I don't remember what the name of the show was. But the Office? Not not The Office. There was another show. It was Ricky Gervais trying to get like big in acting. Patrick Stewart was in an episode. But that's beside the point. Um, there's not much else to say about this because there's not much actually there. Um, yep. And... In other actually surprising news, uh, there's a confirmation from Kevin Feige about a Black Widow solo movie in development, and everyone that I've talked to is shocked about that because there it just kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, fans have wanted it forever, but it's probably, possibly, more than likely going to happen. Yep. And, yeah. And her toys have started to appear up again in uh, toy sets, like, for uh, Civil War. So, I guess she's popular enough to warrant being in the boys' aisle now. And I'm sorry. Like, people can criticize Scarlett Johansson all they want. I don't give a damn. <laughs> she, is, she is so fucking cute. Like, if you scroll down in the article, there's the gif of... Tony of uh, it's, yeah. the, it's technically Tony Stark and Natasha, but it's more. It looks like it's an outtake, so it's more of Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. with with her, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, and just the, the smile and the look on her face. I don't know. Yeah, she just seems like one of those like like everybody wants a badass character who can still be beautiful but then kick ass. That's what she is, but then everybody criticizes her, and I'm like. Oh, and then they do the, they do okay. the same to Gwyneth Paltrow and say I'm she looking can't at the act. gift. Uh, that was from Iron Man two, and uh, that actually was in the movie itself. Oh, really? Yeah, because Scarlett Johansson, her character, was in like going incognito. Under, oh yeah, okay, that's right. And uh, yeah, I forgot. Tony's I, hair in this freaking thing is insane too. Well, I think it was... Well, no, I was going to say I think it was a flashback, but it wasn't a flashback. No, it's not. But I'm actually excited about a Black Widow solo movie because... Dude, she has has a lot of stories to tell, too. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you combine it with... Like, if you have it start when she's younger and she has to go through the training, like, what was her name? Was it it Daisy? No, it wasn't Daisy. What's her face from Agent Carter? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, don't remember her name off the top of my head, but... Like, yeah. you know, if they have her go through that type of thing, it can, you know, have, like, a villain she meets while she's there, and then she gets out, and then the villain comes back, and she's got to stop the villain. My worry is they won't let her star in it herself. Like, I'm afraid it's going to be, like, Black Widow movie, also starring... Captain America. Yeah. And and it's like, I understand. Like, I kind of understand Captain America being in it because of the whole, like, chummy friend. Well, not anymore because of Civil War. But, like, prior to this, if they did one, I could understand it because they had, like, a chummy relationship happening as friends. But, like, anybody else? You know, like, Doctor Strange. It's like, why Doctor Strange? That makes no sense. Like, you're just thinking, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch will bring in more money? 
I don't know, but I'm looking at the time right now, and we gotta zoom past this. Oh boy, did I just make a flash pun? I did. Well, we're not on flash yet, so... Oh, well, that's sort of where we're going. Okay, so... <laughs> these two things kind of broke between yesterday and today. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is in talks to join Black Panther, and Michael B. Jordan has officially joined the cast of, of Black Panther. A.K.A. So, the Falcon? No. Michael B. Jordan played uh, the Human Torch in last year's failed attempt at the reboot of Fantastic Four. Uh, well, that's going to be interesting because there was also kind of news of Fantastic Four 2. No. The director said he wants to. Fox uh, is not going to greenlight that because it did not make money. It flopped big time. It flopped like, more than a magic carp doing splash. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Wow. Good night, everybody. <laughs> wow. Okay. But yeah, so there's no idea who these who uh, Lupita and Michael are going to play in the movie. No idea. No one knows. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yep. Because uh, Chadwick Boseman actually did a fantastic job as Black Panther in Civil War. And, I mean, this will go straight into my Civil War sort of thing. It was a fun movie. Uh, the newer characters sort of stole the show. Uh, that's the Falcon, uh, Ant-Man slash Giant-Man, Black Panther, Spider-Man, you know, those four characters in particular, basic, oh, and the Vision, can't forget about the Vision, there was a very interesting scene, uh, literally it went from an action scene to this scene with the Vision, and it was probably the most outrageous thing ever, uh, I don't want to spoil it, because it, if you see it coming, it's not going to be as funny. Yeah. But I'll tell you after the fact, but I won't say it here on the podcast. Because you won't so see it for a while. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not going to see it until it comes out on DVD at the very earliest. But and by then, I'll probably forget about whatever you say anyway. Exactly. <laughs> so if you do have the time to go see it, go see it. A friend of mine actually offered to buy me a ticket on, like, what was it, Fandango or something? Yeah. But I'm like, eh, it's, you know, I want to see it. I just, you know, because he also lives close. And I'm like, oh, cool, you know, we can go, like, see it together. And he's like, I have no way to get there. And I'm like, well, I don't want to go see it alone. <laughs> Going to the movies by yourself is just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, the first half kind of started up a little slow. But once it got going, it got going. So and like I will the, say. So, like, the first Avengers movie, then. Yeah, and the second Avengers movie, basically, um, because <laughs> even though it has Captain America in the title, it is an Avengers film, and uh, Tom Holland did a great job as Spider Man. I think he is the best Peter Parker and Spider Man we've had, minus one little tidbit in the airport fight scene. I'm not gonna say anything about that either because. I did like it's in one of the trailers where insane. he was fighting the um, yeah 
the Winter Soldier, and like he he, he goes, punch, it, he like, goes, he's like, oh, you have a metal arm, that's awesome. Yeah, no, that that entire scene, he's fanboying the entire time. That is all I'm gonna say about that. He that's good though, because that's Peter Parker. Uh-huh. That's what he does. Uh huh. Yes. Oh God! See now, see now, you're getting me excited to want to go see it. See, this is this is what I was talking <laughs> about with motivation. I get the motivation now, but then like after we're finished, I would be like, nah. <laughs> okay. And our last little piece of Marvel news. Uh, <laughs> no one is two pieces. Well, it's pe- technically two pieces. ABC decided to kill a lot of shows yesterday at the upfront. Oh, are we are we not doing the other two things on the news? Oh, right. I forgot to pull up those news articles. Okay. I mean, it's no big deal because I I have I had no intention of really. Okay, I'm just gonna else. go through it quickly. Avengers Infinity War might be getting a name change because that's kind of the blandest name in the world. Uh, they're starting casting for Captain Marvel, so we'll probably see stuff about that soon. Uh, Disney decided that they're closing their uh, self-publishing game studio, and along with it, Disney Infinity has actually reached its end. And there's like two more packs coming out. So after June, I believe, Disney Infinity will stop production. And, yeah. And places are already, like, discounting the figures like crazy. 40% off here. F- buy two, get three free here. etc., wow. etc. Yeah. Like, as soon as the news broke, like, the following day, price drops across the board. Like, I, I understand, like, buy, you know, like buy two get one free but buy two get three free like yeah. holy cr- like why not just give them away at that point it's like uh, hey you want any of these give us a buck and we'll give you a case full of them and it's like yeah. okay yeah uh, but yeah so that's really that there's nothing else I mean Disney Interactive is sort of closing up shop because they, they're not really doing well so bye bye Disney Infinity and people saying things about Lego Dimensions not doing well. Actually, it's doing considerably well. Not as good as... Like, Skylanders is still at the top just, like, swimming in money. Because they were the first to do it. Amiibos oh, yeah. are catching up because Amiibos have more functionality than just a single game. Yeah. And Lego Dimensions is up there because technically the Lego sets do have more playability as well. Like... Skylanders only has the figures working with their games. Amiibos work with multiple games, but Legos you can play with in real life. Huh. So, that's that. Okay, now on to ABC canceling a billion shows. Um, We saw this one coming for both of these shows, but Agent Carter is officially dead in the water. People are trying to get it revived on Netflix. Don't get your hopes up. Yeah, that's not That rarely happens. If ever. And uh, Most Wanted, I guess, was actually not that wanted after all. (laughs) Because it did not get picked up. So where are Bobby and Hunter now? Are they going to be reintroduced in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Who cares? I know where they are. They're They're in the force. We're not there yet, but... (laughs) Um, And the last... That's all the Marvel news. Like... Honestly, will they come back to the show? I think Bobby will at some point in time because she is a quote-unquote canon character. 
And this isn't Arrow. We just don't kill off canon characters willy-nilly. Yeah. <laughs> the sad part is, Bobby actually did more than Laurel because Marvel knows how to write a female character. It's just Arrow doesn't know how to write female characters. <laughs> if you look at Legends, Sarah's actually pretty well. Granted, Kendra isn't, but... It just seems like every five seconds she's like, but I'm a barista. But I'm a barista. That's, I'll admit, she used to. And that was annoying. She's moved on from that. Now and now it's, it's more, just like, Carter! But what Carter! about Carter? Carter this and Carter that. Carter this. And it's like, we have to save Carter. It's like, uh, okay. Yeah, but since while we're on the topic of DC and the CW, Supergirl did in fact get renewed for season two. But it's changing networks entirely. Which, it, I don't honestly, I don't think anybody saw coming. There were rumors about it. People wanted this to happen, but nobody thought that CBS would go through with it. The thing is, it's not as crazy as people think, because CBS does own half of the CW. Oh, the C in CW stands for Columbia. It is Columbia Warner. Well, I mean, I, I I understand that. It's more of like people weren't it's like people were expecting if it comes back, it comes back. I don't think anybody was expecting it to completely shift to CW, even if they own half of it. Like I find it find that fascinating, but what does that mean for the whole multiverse sort of deal? Will they pull a retcon in season two and sort of? make everything that happened in season one of Supergirl also happen in National City in Earth 1? Yeah. Because, theoretically, that could work. But then you'd have to reintroduce Kara to Barry in some capacity. Or Infinite Crisis or Crisis on Infinite Earths happen and worlds become, like, those two Earths merge into one? And then we get to meet Felicity's illegitimate brother, Felix, who then becomes <laughs> Kara's love interest. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> that is I saw that bullshit. comment and I couldn't help but just laugh and I had to and show you, you that. And you sent that to me and I'm just like, that is total bullshit. Well, yeah, it was... Well, if you read the comment at the end, it said uh, backslash sarcasm. Oh, man, yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was complete jest. However, I would not put it past them. Because no. right now her love interest is James Olsen, and I didn't see how that season ended, so I'm guessing he lived. He lived. He's fine. Okay. Him, Win, and uh, unnecessary character number three jumped off of a balcony, and unnecessary character number three died while she saved Win and James, uh, and okay. they share a kiss at the end of the season before a ship crash lands. And it well, looks like Kara's ship. Well, see... <laughs> I just want to also point out with this show, it doesn't matter if she's with James at the end of the season. Because it, it won't matter. Because I can guarantee you, by the start of next season, everything will be peachy for a few episodes. Something will happen where it'll become tension. And then they will break up. And then somebody else will join the cast. She'll end up with him. They'll be together for either the rest of the season or for the majority of the season. And then by the end of next season, she'll be either single or back with Olsen. I'm calling it now. 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> because that is the CW formula. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, too. Especially, it's especially ironic, considering what Kat said during the Flash Supergirl crossover. Yeah. You look like a... That a is... Weird... Oh my god, now that you mention it. Yeah. That is so crazy foreshadowing right there. If not... Well, not really foreshadowing. Foreshadowing would be... Like she they knew said that with the, it. Yeah, was she said that so with the purpose of them going. Yeah. Like, I mean, talk about super weird coincidence. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, man. Okay. But... Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised I just thought of that too And I'm like, wait So, what does this mean for the DC universe, TV universe? Will we see Diggle meet aliens And him throw fries into the air? Who knows? Will all, this mean all, metahumans, magic, and aliens? All I hope for is Either Felicity gets her own show So they can write her off Arrow Or Arrow just gets better Like, honestly If Arrow got better, the DC universe Would be better because it just seems like Arrow was the big thing. Everything kind of circled around. Yep. And then, because, you know, like, Flash happened. That went off to its own show. Legends of Tomorrow happened where it combined cat cast members from Arrow and Flash. And that's become its own thing. And it's great. Flash is great. Arrow is, is the weak link in the chain. It, yeah, Arrow is the same show it's been for the past two seasons. And that's not good they haven't tried anything else they haven't tried to think outside the box they brought in Constantine which was fantastic it was a great episode they brought in Vixen they brought in I didn't see the episode but it was it was was pretty good and yeah so I mean it's like you know (laughs) come on Arrow writers think of something else Stop it with just Felicity this and Felicity that. How many times has her father come back? Like, this would be the see, second time after this week, yeah. Because like it, it's like a plot point. Oh, hey, pay attention because Felicity's father comes back. Not like they defeat Dark in the same episode. No, it's Felicity's father comes back. Great. Who cares? Yeah. So, The Flash. <laughs> because I don't have a segue. Um, we had Barry lose his powers in episode 19. He gave his powers up because he needed to save... Wally. Wally. And then Zoom steals Caitlyn. Yep. And... Uh, do we want to call him Zoom? I mean, why not just call him Hunter? I like calling him Zoom. Hunter's too many syllables. Sol- Solomon? <laughs> Is it Solomon or Solomon? It's Solomon. Because there's a character in the DC Universe, Solomon Grundy. Oh, yeah, Grundy. Yeah. The zombie character. Yeah. And, uh, let's see. So, that happened at the end of the episode. Uh, Let's see. Episode 20 dealt with Barry Powerless. With the... Uh, hologram Flash. I didn't actually watch that one. Uh, was there wasn't that much to it other than the very end where Barry sort of gets vaporized. Um, 
because Wells puts him in a very small contained field and is like, let's just redo this entire experiment. I'm going to inject you with all the chemicals that were in your body and blah, 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 button push. Oh, shit, you just disintegrated in front of my face. <laughs> yep. With your dad standing right next to me wanting to punch me in the face. Yep. Fuck. And then we get to this week's episode where... Let's see. Zombies. Uh, <laughs> zombie girder. Uh, oh, forgot to mention. In episode 20, uh, Wally and Jesse both get hit with the like radiation blast from the uh, accelerator explosion. Wally seemed to come out of it fine, but Jesse fell unconscious. Yep. Essentially the same way Barry did. Yeah. And so, episode 21, Barry's now in the Speed Force and has to catch a shadow. Meeting pe- meeting the Speed Force every single time at different points in Central City, trying to teach him a lesson. First it was Joe, then it was his dad. No, first it was Joe, then it was Iris, then it was his dad, and then it was his mom, whom we haven't seen in a while. And because they read a storybook together, Barry was able to catch himself and regain his speed. And can I just say how really anticlimactic that was? It was. But like I he chased it all around running normally while it sped through and done did all of his crap and stuff like that and then like he reads a little he reads a children's storybook with his quote unquote mother and then he just kind of stands up, holds his hand out and catches it. Like I think wow. at that point the speed force was ready to reunite with him because the speed force is a very sentient being in the dc universe and i'm surprised they didn't talk about the source or the source wall because that's where the speed force emanates from the source of everything yeah which well he did they did say that they were there at the big bang Mm -hmm. so i mean they kind of did yeah, I just wanted to see the source wall because in every depiction of the source wall, there's actually a little nod to Marvel with uh, Galactus in it. What? It's a little nod to Jack Kirby. Where? Uh, you do if you you watched it's it's definitely a little bit more prominent in the Justice League Unlimited episode where they had it. Uh, I'll find the exact info for you and send it to you later but yeah it's insane uh it just means that the marvel universe is just one of dc's many multiverses Hmm. but the speed force doesn't exist in the marvel universe so there's that um so at the very end barry then grabs iris's hand with the help of cisco and he just like comes out right at the perfect time and uh, saves the day from zombie girder and then he just goes and touches Jesse and you see a little lightning bolt pulse from him into her and she wakes up. And that's that. And hopefully Jesse and uh, Wally Wally get their powers before the season ends. Oh and Zoom's like alright we're gonna start attacking the city now. Caitlin you stay here or leave, but if you leave, I'm gonna have to kill you. 
I really don't want to kill you, but if you leave, I'm going to have to kill you. Yep. And then he does his zoom thing, and honestly, I can't wait for him to get his ass kicked. And I can't wait to see who's the man in the iron mask, because... Seriously, who the fuck is he? I've seen so many people just... I I keep bringing up Soros Vendor, and I do it. Well, there is this very interesting tidbit that Henry did mention, that... Barry's mom's maiden last name is Garrick. Yeah. And that Hunter Zolomon chose the name Jay Garrick. For some reason. Yep. So but that's why... Does... See, that's why... I, I, I watch... Like I said, I hate bringing up Swiss Nerd all the time, but they, they have so many good points, and I bring them up every time. Um, they brought up that same thing... And so, well, who do you think is the Iron Mask? They pretty much all agree it is the actual Jay Garrick. That is what everything is leading to at the moment, and I'm sort of in the same camp because that is one logical conclusion. Because <laughs> when he was typing, when he when he did you know did the whole like uh, Morse military Morse code thing, then he did Jay. Yeah. He wasn't referring to Jay Garrick they knew. He was referring to himself. Yeah. So, and we've got two weeks left? Yeah, we've got two episodes. Two episodes left of this season? I actually can watch the season finale live. Woo! That is exciting. As long as I'm not working. Like, believe it or (laughs) not, part of me wants to... Um, not watch it live for me, and then once it's up on the internet, we watch it at the same time. Okay. Because if they really do reveal it, will it be? Oh yeah, it would be. Oh, it'd be perfect time for the podcast too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on. I mean, it's an hour show, so I mean, you could do a let's watch. It's more of like a in-between type thing or make it part of the podcast or we just do what we did when we watched uh, the last part of one of the superhero time movies or whatever oh yeah where we just kind of watch it by ourselves and we like live watched it and just kind of reacted to it that way because that was fun yeah it was and then kind of save our reaction discussion for the podcast yeah but (sighs) <sighs> okay, that was it for The Flash. Now to move on to the DC show that everyone hates more than Gotham. <laughs> which I feel like is a pretty good argument I'd like to see people have about which show they hate more, Arrow or Gotham. So we had the funeral of Black Canary and an actress from Supernatural try to steal the Black Canary's identity and yeah, that, that episode was kind of stupid. Um, last week's episode, which I don't remember anything about um Andy Diggle is dead I think I mentioned that so something happened I didn't know that (laughs) he got shot so Diggle John Diggle shot Andy Diggle so he's dead um and then this week's episode was the return of the calculator Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. This time he's on the good side. 
and helping Felicity out to take down Dark. Oh, yeah, because, you know, that was supposed to be, you know, Oliver Queen's thing, but now it's the Felicity Smoke Show. So well, Oliver was down, helping, yeah. too, but Oliver was also looking for Thea, because Thea is now trapped under the dome, which is a canceled show, but I still wanted to make reference to it. And uh, Malcolm Merlin shows up, and he now has a new robo-hand. So he has a left robo-hand now. So he has something in common with Phil Coulson. Yeah. Except Phil Coulson's not a dick. And he doesn't... And Dark didn't collapse someone's lungs and heart by smashing their ribcage. Good point. Uh... And let me see. Oh, that's right. Last week's was um, the slight nod to Constantine and Oliver learning how to channel the good energy inside of him to block the bad energy of Damien Dark. And his eyes glue glowed yellow or whatever. See, like, wouldn't that have been a great episode to bring Constantine back? You know? Just... Well, yeah. And then just have the banter between Fortuna and... Uh, and uh, Constantine, because Constantine still owes her money. <laughs> and it showed off that Felicity knows how to count cards and play poker, because it, because Felicity decided to tag along when they went to Hub City. God damn. Uh, and then Oliver does some magic stuff, but that doesn't matter. Uh, there was a Vixen name drop this week's episode, and the Felicity got kicked out of Palmer Tech by the, the board. So she got escorted out of the building. The only thing that would have made that even better is if Damien Dark had somehow brainwashed them. So instead of kicking her out, they just killed her. Because then it would have just made the show even better. Yeah, but but that's basically it for Arrow. I mean, we've got two more weeks until Damien Dark supposedly gets his ass kicked again. Honestly, I don't know. And moving on to Legends of Tomorrow, a.k.a. I Saw That Coming, parts 13, 14, and 15. <laughs> um, let's and, see. I, I, and I just want to let everybody know right now, this show is probably my favorite in the DC Universe right now. It used to be The Flash, but now it's Legends of Tomorrow. So... I watched this religiously. Okay, so episode 13 was the one where they captured Savage, right? Yes. Okay, so they captured Savage. After showing his daughter how horrible of a piece of shit he is. And... I was actually kind of upset they didn't do more with her. Yeah. Like, she didn't end up being, like... Believe it or not, it would have been rather interesting if she had actually had, like, some sort of superpowers... That she didn't know about. Yeah. And, like, only didn't find her potential because Savage knew and didn't do anything about it. That would have been an interesting plot point, but they didn't do that. Huh. Alright. And that was basically that episode. We've Oh, and this was... She... They reforged her... Uh, they stole the bracelet off of Cassandra, and they reforged... Uh, Kendra's mace and Kendra was kicking ass and then she hit some dude in the face and found out that it was a brainwashed Carter and was like Carter no yeah this is the start of Kendra's meltdown and then they just captured him and he's in space jail and then episode 14 happens and they get stuck at the edge of time and 
Jax goes and restarts the engine and then accidentally starts aging really rapidly. And then everyone's like, no, Jax is gonna die. He looks like he's 60, but he's really like 18 or something. And then he gets sent away on a timeship and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, Ray fights Savage a few times. Savage gets out. Essentially, Ray becomes a dumbass for like yeah part of the episode. Uh, yeah, and uh, let's see. There's a lot of like minor things that go on a lot, like throughout the episode. But I'm just gonna jump straight over to last night's episode because holy fucking shit. <laughs> well, I feel like the the main thing we have to talk about. Oh, is that Savage was working with the Time Masters? Yeah, and, and the, the the Time Masters all along were uh, against helping Rip. Savage get all the stuff he needs to do what he needs to do and. <sighs> Thanagarians and all this other nonsense. Well, we didn't find out about the Thanagarians until 15. Yeah, and I'm just like, I saw this coming from a mile away. I didn't see Savage working with the Time Masters until Rip brought him in, brought Savage in, and then showed everything, and nobody reacted. I'm like, okay, so he's working with them. Um... Well, I started putting together the pieces in episode 14. It's like, oh, you have time travel technology. I'm like, he couldn't have invented it himself. Nope, he did not invent it himself. Why do? Why was Kronos after them? There needs to be a reason. Because if Savage was that much of a detriment, they would have found out that Savage was a detriment to the timeline because he had the time travel technology or the future technology. They would have figured that out somehow. But at that point, they're like, they know about it because the Time Masters know everything because of their little Oculus thing. And there's a few, like, I'm trying to think the thought. Since they knew, since they have that ability, they knew that Savage had the future tech and did nothing about it. And then you just kind of draw the line or you, you pin the line of yarn red string from one end to the other. And there's your connection. Like, I, I've just started putting the pieces together, and yeah. Yep. Oh, and uh, then we have Mick almost reconverted into Kronos, which leads to the funniest scene, because the guy's like, alright, alright, Kronos, fire. And he's like, yes, sir. And then shoots the guy who gave him the order. Yep. And, <laughs> as usual, I saw it coming. I... I knew that it was going to happen. I was just laughing my ass off when that happened because I'm just like, that is a Mick thing to do. Well, because, like, as soon as, like, they walked in together, I'm like, oh, they walked in together. He's not brainwashed and he's going to shoot the black guy. Then as he was doing, as like, shoot them. He's like, okay, the whole time I'm like, shoot the black guy, shoot the black guy, shoot the black guy. And then, poo, and I'm Which, like, he shot the black guy. You don't realize guy. how incredibly racist that sounds until you say it out loud. The black guy was an asshole. Yes, but if you take it out of context. Well, yeah, if you take it out of context, it is horribly racist. Uh, and let's see. Savage kidnaps... Uh... Oh, Carter almost dies. I forgot to mention that. 
You don't actually see Carter in this episode. No, but in the previous episode, because he takes he takes a, a laser bolt to the back, and I was messaging you, and I'm like, oh, Carter's back to... Oh, nope, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> he's back to his old... And now he's dead. Well, well no, he wasn't he's not dead. dead. He was unconscious. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. never mind. He's just slightly unconscious. Yeah. Um, so Savage has him kidnapped. He's just in, like, a random stasis pod in one of the... Yeah. The shit. The and ship, so... 2166 uh, with Hawkman and Hawkgirl Savage kills Rip's kids which kind of sucks and was that it? no because... well, I mean, you, you had the whole thing of Jax back in 2016 just shortly after they all met to each, they all then, met each other and then fixing the time jump ship so now Martin supposedly knows a little bit about time travel and then uh, Jax being like no you're doing this all wrong and yeah, totally and outsmarting to... the quantum physicist which yeah. was brilliant and the I love the interaction at the end and he's like look I'm gonna regret. I'm gonna be mad about the whole Rufy thing, but don't worry. Everything will be uh, everything will be fine in the end. And he's like, Rufy thing. I would never. He's like, I know you. You're gonna do it. I'll be fine with it. Trust me. <laughs> that was and, funny. And that's sort of the show's way of course correcting any potential timeline mistakes too. Because if he mean? didn't say something like that then it wouldn't have put the idea into his head in the first place. Well, no, because by, by, uh, Martin's reaction, from what I could tell, meant he was going to do that. But he was hesitant. And, but he was he was hesitant about it. So now that he knows that uh, Jax will eventually get over it, he's like, okay, I'll do it. So, so Jax gave Martin the go-ahead to drug past jacks yep which is just a whole conundrum in and of itself but i love it i want to know if they had to reshoot anything for that besides like martin's little stint no i don't think so i mean you never know they might have had to they might not have had to i don't know would be interesting though but yeah so jacks gets back and he's like hey you ready and they fuse together and kick ass and take names. Well, see, that's what I actually kind of like that, because it almost shows that Martin did remember. Because when he showed up, Martin didn't question why he was back. He didn't question how he got back. They were just like, hey guys, I'm here now. And then Martin's like, yeah, let's do it. And then they clap hands and firestorm. Yeah. So. And then, oh, yeah, there was the probably the greatest reference of all time. Uh... It's a strange nod. It's a strange nod to a song, but at the same time, it's also a strange nod to oh, yeah. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, with um, Snart going, "There ain't no strings on me," as he's detonating oh, the bomb. Yeah. Because Rick saw, uh, no, not Rick. Rip saw everyone die and saw that the bomb exploding would have killed uh, Ray, but the timeline changed. Yeah, vanish point. That's what it is. Or the, at the vanishing point. point yeah. And so, from what I know, because I read an article, he's still on to be a series regular next season, but he's not going to be, but he's now free to be back on The Flash. Which, 
I actually had a moment to think about that, and if you think about that, it makes no sense. Because Snart and they all of the legends left. When they left, they are not going to be in that timeline anymore. Things have changed. And obviously, obviously, if they went back to 2016, like the moment they left, yes, they well, would be in that Well, they'd also turn their younger selves as well. Yeah, that too. But the whole thing is Snart is dead. D-E-A-D, D-E-A-D dead. Well... He, he is not coming back. Well... So, so well, in, in the... If they're saying he's dead, if they're saying he is dead, then he's dead. There's no, like, well, he can still kind of appear in flashes. It's like, how? If he's dead, how is he going to appear He may or may flash? not be as dead as we think. You just said that in a very snart way. Yeah, <laughs> I did. And there's a... Like, there's a point to this because it is a comic book show because it is a comic book property no one stays dead for too long unless you're laurel lance well see you'd have i if if he's not dead and he comes back i want to know how he comes back because technically we didn't explain it technically we didn't see him if the death is not on screen then there's still a chance they might be alive. Well, yeah, because there might be this whole, like, Wave Runner, like a new version of the Wave Runner, or another type of ship, goes to the vanish point just as that it explodes, and, like, Star Trek teleports him out, so he ends up inside the new ship, and he's like, what am I doing here? We just saved your life. And then it just essentially just completely gets or rid of... Or the bomb, quote-unquote, sort of... I don't know, like, there's a way to say it, like, it's a quote-unquote, like, time bomb, like, filled with time energy or whatever, and what it could theoretically do is because he's at the epicenter, he could just have been shot into a different time. That's not as probable. That is a large leap, but we'll see. My my leap is not as as large as yours. Mine's a (laughs) sci-fi leap. Yeah, and this well, mine's show, a sci-fi leap too, but it's more of a, a very sci-fi leap. Yeah, mine's more of just a time sci-fi thing where they just like, yeah, okay, we're gonna go back in time and save Snart then. Okay, which kind of sucks too well, because in my also, opinion, remember my opi- when Snart's hand got reconstructed? Oh God, make a clone of Snart. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Then you be could, the weirdest then, thing. Then you could bring up the whole thing of like, if they create a clone of Snart, will he be the Snart they knew when he died, or will he be the Snart that they knew when he first got on board? Meaning the one who is not really a team player. <laughs> Good question. Because actually, that would bring up a lot of character development because you'd have to pretty much do character development all over again, and there'd be that whole awkward scene of. Snart and Sarah like doing something and she realizes that they both had feelings for each other but that Snart she knew is gone so she either has to build up the feelings again or just be like okay that road is closed now and we move on with our lives and then she just goes back and 
marries Nyssa. Yeah. But, so, I mean... <laughs> yeah. And, and, and something else I actually really like is nobody's in an uproar about her character. Because she's bisexual. Yeah. You haven't seen any, like, backlash or anything for it. Yeah. And I and I love it. It's great. I I haven't seen anything. The only backlash I've seen with the lances is Laurel. Yeah. Which is warranted. It, it is well warranted. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. We're going to have to end that because you have some place to be. I know. I'm looking at the time and I'm like, we, yeah. we just made perfect timing. Yeah. And so... So we're going to take... For us, it's going to be a few hour break, I think. Uh, it's going to be like about an hour. Oh, is it? About less than an hour. I'll be back at like 3.15. And then I have to leave again at like 4.30ish. So we'll have like an hour. And then my girlfriend's going to be here early, but I'm just going to... We're going to do the last half until we're actually done. And I'll make sure she knows that so she's not bugging me. Alright, we probably won't have much to talk about anyway. It doesn't look like too much. We have shows to talk about more so than anything else. Oh, yeah. Especially with number six on the Toku side, because that is a oh, whole yeah. beast inside of itself. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting discussion. <laughs> but you will find that when we come back for the break, which we're going on now. So we'll be back after the break and the break and maybe even a break. So we'll be yep. right back after the break. Bye-bye. Da 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 da
Two hours later, people. <laughs> well, it was maybe like three minutes for them. Depending on the song I pick, which I still don't know. Something played, and I just realized my microphone is far away from where I am, so let me move that. Fantastic. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. There, now it's closer. Cool. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay, so nothing happened in the last two hours. That I know of. I got food. Other than you got food. <laughs> I needed food, definitely. Um, I got a Mountain Dew, which my girlfriend says tastes like chemicals, but I don't know. She might just be crazy. You're pitch black? Yes. But I would say that's not the least, fa my least favorite flavor, um, but definitely not my, like, top three. It's a lot better than the Baja Blast for me. I like Baja Blast better. I'm just kind of over Baja Blast. And I want it to stay at Taco Bell. <laughs> and no, this podcast is not brought to you by Taco Bell. But if Taco Bell wants to sponsor us, do you guys, give me the money. <laughs> do you guys have the really tall cans of Mountain Dew out there? Yeah. I went to uh, a local convenience <clears throat> store. They had those tall cans, the same price as the smaller bottles. It was like a, it was like two bucks, I think. Nice. So it was like either a really small bottle or a really tall can, and I'm like, I'm just gonna get the can. There you go. <laughs> and no, this podcast is not brought to you by Mountain Dew either. Though we would not say no. We would not say no. You don't even have to pay us in money. Just give us like a lifetime supply of any type of Mountain Dew we want. It'd be great. That would make my life a lot happier. Yes, I, I, I definitely make mine better too. All right. So, 
in a bit of unsurprising tokusatsu news, the summer movies were announced because they do that all the time. Nothing else. Nothing else happened. No info. No nothing. It's we, just we know nothing about this, and I already have one gripe. We know nothing about it. No, that they couldn't have waited another week. <laughs> because if they would have waited another week, it would have been my birthday. Oh, for the the movies. Yeah, right. I forgot. Unless that's just the road show. If it's just the road show, then. Well, no, no it says, I mean it says underneath August 6, twenty sixteen. It always that always confuses me because like it says eight six road show, but no date for the movie. So I was always confused. I'm like, does that mean it's the same day as the movie? They have a road show and a movie on the same day. Man, that's confusing. Yeah, I told you. This is what I mean. There is a picture, and it's just pictures of our two main dudes in front of pictures of the old dudes. Because it's the 45th and 40th. And that's about... That's all we know. All I'm saying, small side thing, they better do something fucking fantastic for the 50th. They've got five years to figure out what to do for the 50th for Ryder. They better do something huge. Uh, ah, here we go. There's the news piece I was looking for. Like, honestly, yeah. if, if they were to do something Gokaijurus, but you, you could kind of argue the point that they kind of already did with Decade, but it was more of, like, alternate universe type stuff, whereas I want them to do something like Gokaijur, where they actually have to, you know, they have to meet the original writers. It would just also be harder because I know at least Kuga's actor and Hibiki's writer or actor haven't actually been back to the franchise since their shows ended. And to my knowledge, writer one's actor is done. Yeah. Yep. Because he's just like, all right, I did this movie. Bye. See, I'm going to go take a nap now. I feel like this movie should have been the the movie that just came out should have been what they should have done for the fiftieth, and just include more writers. I don't know. Anyways, on to more writer news. More icons, more forms, more this, that, and the other, and Dark Ghost. We get a bunch of silhouetted pictures, and we get our first look at. Uh, what's going to be Ghost's ultimate form, which just, like, the visor is now even smaller than before. What is... Mugen Damashi? Okay. Yeah. That is weird. It is a bit weird looking. Looks like a rejected form for, uh, Forze. (laughs) Now that you mention it. And then we get the silhouette-ish... Like, not even silhouettes of Dark Ghost, Dark Ghost Napoleon Damashi, and Dark Ghost Darwin Damashi. So, essentially, he's going to turn evil by the time the season ends. But then turn back to good, probably. Not necessarily. This could be, like, the whole Dark Drive thing. Because it is true. in the summer. It's going to... Okay, so we actually do have a piece of news Wait, for the so, movie. So these are summer for, movies? That's for the summer movie, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yep, so At that At least with... Dark Ghost and the so they're so they're going to pull a Gaim soccer movie moment, probably. 
where Kota was turned evil and it was just a darker version. It was just essentially a black version of Orange Arms, so now they're going to do the same thing with this one. Except we don't know if he... if uh, it's going to be a new character as Dark Ghost or if it's going to be Ghost as Dark Ghost. But who knows? Who cares? <laughs> That's like a few months out and we won't see that movie until December. At the around earliest. there, around there, December, January, yeah. And now we go on to talk about our favorite whiny, spooky three-person boy band. <laughs> Literally, you look at them and you think, "How are these guys not a boy band?" Yeah, You'd, Makoto would be the uh, the bad boy. Mm-hmm. Then you'd have. Uh, Takeru Taker, would be one. the nice guy. And then, yeah, I feel like the Alan would be like the, the really confused one. I don't know who I'm supposed to be. Type person. Yep. And now that we're getting to it, the grandma died. It's not even grandma. She was just a random old woman. That everyone called grandma. No, it was like something ba... Which is pretty much just, like, an affectionate term. Well, the sub said grandma, so... I'm just gonna go with what the For, sub said. Yeah, overtime tends to do that. They leave out stuff like, uh... I think it's because they leave out stuff like the... The San and Chan and Kun and stuff like that. So they have to come up with some other random thing to throw in there. Yeah. Oh, well. She's dead. Put a nail in it. It's done. Though there was the uh, the heroic tale of Alan where he met her when she was younger and in her painting days. And then, yeah. It sort of led into the most recent ghost episode where it was the funeral and was, honestly, was, was this show's the... more confusing than I remember. Was the the uh, the Alan special thing where she met for the first wh- time? Yeah. Where, where, okay, where he met the younger version of her while she was painting. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. Okay, let me think. I don't remember too much other than uh, Alan. It this sort of led up into his redemption arc. And now he's stopped wearing that same soldier uniform he used to wear all the damn time. And is wearing the clothes that the old lady gave him. Well, he took off the soldier armor, put on the green thing, took off the green thing, put the soldier armor back on, or soldier clothes back on. She died. He changed back to the green thing. Yes, (laughs) and we finally get our first all writer transformation. Yeah. I won't lie, I actually forgot to watch this episode, but it's no big deal. I'll yeah. watch it afterwards. I'm or skipping around. Yeah. Because it deals with uh, Yoko, I mean, Yuki. Sorry. I forget that she's not bus- uh, Yellow Buster. But is Yellow Buster. Still yeah. in my eyes. She looks better with glasses, by the way. Yeah. Glass- glasses and the bangs looks better that way. Yeah. I don't know when why. When I first she's... watched Go Busters, her head just seemed a little misshapen. Yeah, she's got a five head. 
<laughs> and the bangs kind of help cover that up. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then the deep connect with the stereotypical American. <sighs> but she kept being possessed by Houdini, which was the funniest thing, because it's like, wouldn't Houdini be speaking English? Hmm. Technically speaking, I mean, hmm. there was also the episode where he encountered Newton. Yeah. And Newton, no, no one speak, no one spoke English. I forgot who it was, but someone spoke, like, kind of broken Japanese, but it wasn't. It was like one of those where <clears throat> they didn't actually, like, pronounce things correctly. And they would use, like, our version of R compared to theirs. You know, so it's... It was, like, somewhat English, but not English. Yeah. I don't know. But they beat the, the slab uh, creature a second time. Necrom finally breaks free from his needing to recharge every 20 seconds. Because huh. he it happened and he's like, you know what, I'm going to break free and be my own man. And sort of recharges himself that way. And he broke through his limits. He literally had a limit break. Limit to break. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, yeah. They saved the day. <coughs> da, da, da. <laughs> For now. And Alan's brother's still like, I'm crazy, and I'm staring at a thing that looks like me, and I killed my dad and almost killed my brother. Twitch, I twitch, I twitch, I twitch, I twitch, I twitch. <laughs> so that was that. Uh, I don't remember too much else. And then, not, not much else really happened. That was like the whole story arc for the past three episodes was him, was yeah. Alan trying to like figure out who he is and how he can fit into society and what he can do. And, and, oh yeah, and Takaru having issues going, using grateful against the, the fire creature. That was, but then that sort of just stopped happening this past episode. Yeah. So I don't know. That was some. I guess it was just to give Deep Spectre more screen time. Probably. And it's never going to be addressed again. <laughs> typical. As this show. Oh, it's typical of just Tokusatsu as a whole that happens. Yeah. Then... Yeah, that was... That's it. I mean, we're getting close to when the final form should debut. There's nothing much else to say about that. And once the final form debuts, Necrom can just use the other the other icons again. <laughs> so there's that. Uh Robots. So Juoger. Or as my show notes say, robots, animals, cubes, and dick jokes. Because you can't tell me that that story that Tusk read was not a penis allegory. <laughs> I honestly the elephant with the tiny trunk. I honestly didn't think about that until you said it. So I don't I don't know what that says about you. 
I got this from someone else. <laughs> and, uh, let me think. Let's see, the first one, I believe, is the one where they beat the robot, the, the gift robot, after getting their butts kicked. And then the next one was... Yeah, because the first one was the first part of the uh, Eagle Man trilogy of episodes. He saves their life, uh, he saves Yamato's life, and then he leaves. Yamato has, uh, I think it's Amu. She's the one who does the drawing of the dude, and it looks really good. And then Leo tries to do yeah. the same drawing, but it looks like a poorly done Picasso. Yeah. And then his uncle's like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It's so creative. Ugh, that uncle is just insane. He's uh, going to be the big bad by the end of the episode, I'm calling it. By the end of the season? By yeah. By the end of the season, yeah. <laughs> and, uh... I mean... Oh yeah, there was... Uh, then we went into the book episode where... Uh, Tusk accidentally breaks the bookshop's owner's arm. He he did, and he was faking it the entire time. And uh, Tusk ended up having to like work off his debt. And then he read to some kids, and then there was a monster that came that stole that stole the words right out of the book, and then stole people's English. So they had to play a game of charades, which Tusk is horrible at. You, you mean Japanese? Right, Japanese. <laughs> It's like, if they stole their English, I feel like they'd be pretty good. No, stole their words. Stole their <laughs> words. Stole the language. Thank you for catching me five seconds after I said it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, stole the language, stole the words from books and signs and everything. And a horrible game of charades where literally the bookshop owner was the one just screaming at him because he hadn't had his words taken away what they were charading and that's the end of that uh then we had this past weekend's episode which dealt with a mountain the cube dude and a drill to drain the mountain's energy and leo thinking a girl's hitting on him when then it seems like she's hitting on Yamato, but then she's... No, by the end of the episode... Te technically speaking, he didn't think she was hitting on him. He just became really attracted to her and did everything he could to try to impress her. That was but Leo, then, yeah. And then, yeah, then Le and then Yamato was just trying to act as normal, just well, helping her out and doing this other stuff, and he gets super jealous and thinks, I have to be a man now and have to do everything myself. And, and then it just turns out that she just thinks he looks like her parakeet. Yeah. Well, that was your motto, yeah. <laughs> that was probably the best reveal ever. And, uh... I, I, could, I couldn't help but laugh, because they kind of solidified the type of character Leo is. And that he he's not there because he's smart. He's not there because he's intelligent. He's not there because he's, like, a pivotal part of the team. He's there because he can take an explosion to the face and be okay with it. Oh, yeah. No, he can take a beating and be like, okay, let's go for round two. Yeah. Like, way to solidify how useless a character is by trying to make it like, here, yeah, you're not useless. I mean, you can take an explosion and be okay. I mean, well, I he guess. also was helpful in the, like, 
the episode with the the sounds, the like uh, mind control sounds when he just literally screamed back at the monster oh, and yeah. took and shut him down that way. So he's loud and he can take an explosion to the face. Kind of sounds like Bon. Yeah, although he could—I don't know if he could take an explosion to the face. True. I True. bet many would like to give him explosion to the face, but you know, me included. <laughs> Which there's something I can do over the summer. Actually, watch that. Oh yeah, finish watching <laughs> Decorator. <laughs> At least try to anyway. Hey, you know what? I'll actually have time to. Yeah. At least in June, because I'm not doing anything in June. That I know of. Anyways. Um, one of the episodes they got to do Wild Jewel King, and they, they sort of were like, wait a minute. that that That's six hoops to jump through. Wait, now there's eight. What? Oh yeah, the two auxiliary ones. And then they got a new one, too. Because they picked up what looked to be like an axe-shaped rock. And then it's like, wait, the axe is a bear? How fucking convenient is that? <laughs> like, I'm just gonna pick up this giant piece of rock that looks like I can hit something with it. Oh, it's actually a cube animal transformed as an axe. Wow. That is really good timing. <laughs> That's almost a... Oh, here's something. Why'd you give that to us? Um. Oh, there seems to be trouble going on in the city. Sorry. Simple explanations. Yeah. Running off. It was sort of. Like, it was so. You know, again, it's 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 a mega force thing. You yeah. know, like like I keep I keep uh, Linkara's thing when he talked about mega force and how like there was an episode focused on like Troy, but at the end, uh, yellow and black. Got a, got their uh, power up header thing to help the the Megazord go faster. It's like that makes absolutely no sense. Like you you know when Sentai starts doing things that a really bad Power Ranger season does, it's getting bad. <laughs> yeah, but there have been pictures surfacing that Jew of the World is on set, so we're getting there to our. Three face change, dude. Oh, what was that episode? Episode thirteen. Uh, give him another ten episodes. Yeah. Oh, and we also did see Yamato go back from Gorilla into Eagle. Yeah, that was so. That was the first time we just saw him deflate. Yeah, deflate his arms. <laughs> like his arms just deflated. Yep. Uh, also, one thing of note. Um, if when they're in the mecha, they have like their numbers on their cubes, and on Yamato's you see a one and a six. I just thought that was an interesting little. I didn't like, notice that. A little thing of note, yeah. Like I, I didn't notice it until I saw episode thirteen as well. Well, they they have to for the. Well, yeah. <clears throat> Wild Jewel King. Yeah, so that was fascinating. Well, the it debuted in episode twelve, I believe. Probably, yeah, yeah. They or did. 11, I don't remember. It was either 11 or 12. It was 11, because it was the culmination of the... The... Yeah. The eagle dude. Because they had to kill the gift. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay. 
So... I think that's it for Geoger. Yeah. Not much Not much else. And then we move on to Amazons. Kamen Rider. Uh, Shit's hitting the fan. A lot. Uh, Was this the one where it started out where they were... They were in the the main building there, and it was like, oh, we found like one reading. Oh wait, two, three, yep. ten, twenty, a hundred and eighty-two. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big jump. Okay. Also, then- fun fact: the guy who was trying to set up the the pump to get mm-hmm. the stuff into the water supply for the building, yeah, is the actor who played. Fire One from uh, To Make a Hero Rescue Fire. Really? Yeah. Huh. I was like, where have I seen... Oh, that's... Yep. <laughs> Ironic that he's working with water again. I really wish he would have been put into Ghost because his character was Takeru. <laughs> so I just think it would have been ironic. Yeah. And then, let's see. On the rooftop, they're doing the fighting and... Amazon Omega literally just goes all out wild and starts just kicking ass and taking names. Would you, would you say it's about to get wild? Oh yeah, the show got wild. <laughs> and all the while, Jin, uh, Amazon Alpha, was just like, "Oh shit, what's happening?" Well, oh. no, he got he got sent to the wrong place. Well, no, when he actually showed up to the place because he showed oh, yeah. up to the place later, and that's when. Amazon Omega got super, like, crazy and, uh, super wild. Then the, like, they're all about to leave after the building's been sort of taken care of. And, uh, da 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 da. Um, then Jin gets shocked in the face and taken back to the, uh, pharmaceutical corporation disguised as a extermination facility and then there's another episode about something I don't know and then the current episode oh yeah uh, they're in a tunnel because they figured they got a reading that there was something in the tunnel and accidentally found another Amazon not the one that they were looking for and killed him and then well no they didn't kill him. They thought they killed him. No, no, no. This is the other one. The bus driver. Oh, yeah, okay. And then the one that was... The cocoon one. Yeah. Because... And uh, then we had Amazon turn into it, a porcupine. Was that Miyuki? <laughs> or Mi- it was Mizuki. Yeah. The little, you know, the female friend. His sister, yeah. Well, sister. Well, adopted oh, sister. Oh, yeah. Adoptive sister. And, uh... Then he's like, get away from her! And then weird spiky things came out, which was really He turned into weird. a porcupine. Yep. <laughs> now, my, my question is, did the spike cause the thing to petrify, or was it going to petrify anyway when it died, and it just so happens the spike did it? Both? Because that was weird. Both? <laughs> um... Yeah, so then they're investigating it, and then the cocoon breaks open, 
uh, Jin escapes. Of course, then we get the most one of the more fun fighting scenes with uh, Omega and the mosquito fly Joker creature thingy, and it one of his like uh, punish attacks reminds me of a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Violent to punish. The one with like the uh, the arm blades reminds me of back when I used to watch Yu-Gi-Oh GX. There was a card. Elemental Hero Blade Edge that had the same sort of getup. Ah, okay. And uh, that attack sort of looked like it. And it, oh my god, that attack was brilliant because you could just see its jugular get cut and just spew Amazon the, blood. The the bluish black stuff, yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was cool. My, I will admit, I like the Amazon thing that's going on right now. My biggest thing I don't like, and it's a nitpick really, is Jin, whenever he transforms, just kind of turns the knob and says Amazon, and then transforms. It says Alpha. And then, well, it, says, and then it says, says alpha. alpha. And then you have, well, and then you have uh, Haruka, whenever he does it, he's like, Whoa! Amazon! Well, it's like, why? It's explained in the episode that uh, there are three types of Amazons. There's the ones who were genetically created, like, in the the lab. Which are the ones... Yeah, the ones that were genetically made in the lab. The ones who injected the Amazon cells inside themselves, which Jin did. They seem to have a little more control. The ones that injected themselves with it. And then there's Haruka, who... He's a third type that we have yet to learn about. Well, I, I, I know that, but we still don't know if he actually has to scream bloody murder before he turns the knob and yells out Amazon. Also, he's not as experienced as Jin is with the transformations. So I'm thinking it's more of a he's done it enough times to where he's just used to the like adrenaline jump that he gets whenever he's about to form shift. Maybe. I think it's a little too over the top for oh, me. It is. <laughs> it is. But it's still, you know, a quality product that they're putting out. It's fun to watch and Well yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, shit on the entire series just because of that one thing. Yeah, no, I know. I'm enjoying it though. Probably more than I thought I would. Yeah, no, Cause, you're definitely because cause it's a lot darker. It's a lot darker and it's a lot more gruesome. Too. I, I think it's because the color of the blood. Well, they you also we did have that episode where there were human remains in the fridge. Yeah, but you can tell those are fake. You know, okay. that doesn't bother me. Alright, alright, cool. Like fake hands, fake heads, I know they're not real. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the next little I guess we can move on to the next thing. Because there really isn't much to talk about. Like, I mean, other than Jin did end up escaping with his wife, and he sort of plans to kill all the Amazons, including himself at one point in time. Because there's like, what, 4,000 plus of them? I don't remember and how much they said. That they like said that. like over 4,000. So they've never well, they've given gotten rid a, of some. They haven't given a finite number. 
and Haruka is now staying with the extermination crew. But not for the same reasons that Mamoru is staying. He's staying for friendship and hamburgers. Mamoru. <laughs> because <laughs> hamburgers. No, I'm laughing at the way you said it. <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Mamoru. <laughs> Mamoru? It, it's Mamoru. Mamoru? You kind of had it. You switched the U and the O at the end. Well, you know what? I don't pay attention to the names half and, the time. And, and funny enough, his name actually means, like, protect in Japanese. So. Huh. And he stays with the team for friendship and hamburgers. Yep. One step away from being Forze. <laughs> friendship in space. Yep. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I mean, we're at the ha- like basically the halfway point of the series. Because there's only like seven more episodes, I believe. Because it's I, doing a total of 13. I was actually really surprised you're doing that many. Like, I'm like, oh, it's going to be like a three, four, five episode thing. And it's like, no, this is actually a really continuing story. And I was really surprised. I wonder if they're going to do something with these, like, Amazon, like... Amazon writers in future things. I doubt it. Because they did the whole, like, first and next series, which were kind of darker versions of uh, Ichigo, Nigo, and V3. We haven't seen them since. So they could be, they could do an about face and do something with them, but overall, I don't think they will. This is going to be like a hey, it's just kind of a fun little jaunt through a darker version of a a writer series and then when it ends it ends and that's it and we're going to get the old 1970s and that Amazon just closes off yeah essentially mm. all right and now for the chaser v cinema or that time chase became a creepy basketball playing human for a day when he smiled my god was like was that the creepiest freaking thing believe it or not i laughed oh i i was just like what the fuck are you doing like i wasn't creeped out i just laughed oh. and he was like clenching his driver's license so hard he shredded it yeah oh. it was interesting though bringing in well now we know what happened to zero's 099, 071, and 050, uh, 051. Yeah, I actually looked at the Wikipedia for uh, for this special, and apparently this special took place... I forgot. It was an episode, and then... Yeah. The future. It was like episode 40-something. I want to say it was 41, and the future movie. Yeah. Because Drive did have his Trideron form. Yeah, and then I think point. they even showed the Dark Driver. With... Yeah, they showed the Gold Driver at the end with 004. Yeah. So that would explain it. So it was in the 40s when this took place. Yep. And it was interesting seeing Chaser's, uh, well, Machine Chaser's gold form. And that fight scene at the end, though, where he's just like... Alright, here's a taste of your own medicine. Bye! <laughs> and just fires the entire 
the entire uh, viral core into her, and she's just like, no! Explosion. Water explosion. Because science. I kept looking at the actress. I swear I've seen her before. And I, I couldn't know. place her, and there's no, like, um, there's no list of the actors from the movie. Huh. Like, I looked at the Wikipedia, and there's normally, like, a link. There's, like, there's characters for the show, but there's no actual, like, characters for the movie. Like, extra characters. Huh. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It was interesting, and yes, I did feel like the Excel parts were sort of forced at points, but also, it was just kind of interesting where they're like, wait a minute, you're a writer? What? <laughs> like, I, I I told you while I was watching it, I was like typing a couple things to Sean while I was watching the movie. The best part for me out of that entire movie was when Terry transformed and they played his music from Double. I freaked out. I got so excited. I got chills. It was like, oh, it was amazing. Because they don't ever do that. Whenever an old character transforms, they never use their transformation music. And now they bring in a side character. A secondary writer to transform, and he has his music. That is amazing. I find it funny that this is the first Roid Mude Dofont hybrid. Dopont. Dopont. Yeah. And that was. Not the. F Coincidentally, not the first Dopont hybrid either. No, but it so. is like the first Roid Mude Dopont hybrid. And the second time a Roid Mude has been hybridized. Hybridized, yeah. Because there was the human Roid Mute hybrids earlier in Drive. Well with the red viral cores. Well I was thinking well, I was thinking more of from the Gaim Drive movie. Where it was a hybrid of the Roid Mutes and Whatever the fuck it was called. Mega Max, I believe, or Mega... No. Mega Hex. Mega Hex, yeah. So. Because so. he took the... He took the... Triple Seven. Oh, no, that's Triple Seven. Triple Z. Yeah. Viral core thing. Yeah. The body of the ZZZ one. Which is A funny because it. it was... It was dormant, so it was sleeping. ZZZ. Mm -hmm. eh? Yeah, I found that hilarious. <laughs> I didn't realize it until a few seconds ago, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, but getting back to it, Chase gets emotions and is quote unquote more human. And he <laughs> best scene in that entire thing, like Kiriko and Shinosuke just do a spit take right on go, and he's just like, "Fuck." My life. Yeah, pretty much. And then he pulled a brain. When he grabbed the uh, yeah. napkin and he bit it and he uh, brought it down. Yeah. that Just that, that whole scene was just worth it. It was. And I have to say, I probably feel like 
Chase's actor had a blast doing that movie. Oh, definitely. Because he has He's like, I finally get to play this character with emotion. Yeah, he, he has to constantly just the same face, the same monotone, deep voice. No and now he gets before. to play it up and be an entirely different character. Exactly. Exactly. It's... It was it was fun. It was weird, but it was fun. Oh yeah, and then there was like the, I was wondering what they the were. The side do. story of medic and just like her singing and love, 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 yeah. love, love. There was a lot of cleavage in that movie. There was a lot of cleavage in just that one set, uh, one scene. Well, there was there was the scene where she took off her her dress. The one woman took off her dress to reveal the feather between her boobs. Yeah, and meanwhile Chase had a full frontal shot of her. Mm-hmm. Granted, he was still a Roy mute at that point, so it didn't matter. Um, and then you had the no the Robo end. boners. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I and, just really wanted to say that. And then the um, towards the end, where Medic shows up to get next to Hart, and she's got like the straps of her dress down to like her bi not her, not her biceps her actually yeah her, like her biceps. And she's got, like, kind of, like, brought it down a bit, so she gives off more cleavage. Yep. Which, if you didn't know, the actress who plays Medic is very well endowed in the chesticle region. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It doesn't happen often with Japanese women, but when it does, it happens. Yep. Also basketball. Also basketball. Let's see. We had. Let's see. It was. Gaim had soccer. Yeah. Drive has basketball. So what is Ghost gonna have as a sport? Well, I know Forze had football. Okay. Or soccer or actual football, like American football. American football, because okay. the the high school in Forze had a football team, an American football team. Strange, but okay. And and in the movie, uh, one of the characters who was the the captain of the football team, mm-hmm. he um, he actually somehow gets put on an American team. Oh, so they don't they don't say that's it. like you were you you're going to the Atlanta Falcons. How does it feel? They just say you know you're going to America. How does it feel? You know that type of thing. But of course, yeah. the movie take. Oh no, that was the team up. Ghost should then have hockey. Oh my god. Ghost hockey. Exactly. <laughs> Just a summer movie all about hockey. And it, the summer movie, it's going to be Common Rider Tyson, hockey edition. I was actually thinking of more of like extreme sports. Nah. Like BMX, BMX biking and skateboarding. Or Razor Scooters. Extreme Razor Scooters. <laughs> Which are still a thing, by the way. I know. I see them on campus all the time. I don't understand it. Oh, I got it. Here you go. <laughs> Extreme Hoverboarding. Oh, good God. There you go. <laughs> no. Because that's what we all need. More douchebags on hoverboards. I actually saw a video of a guy trying to do a front flip off one of those and essentially just did a swan dive into the cement. <laughs> I love that. Like I'm not even I'm not even kidding. Like, you remember for, you remember the one movie, uh, Toku movie with um, 
with O's. Um, there was the one where they had the, I think it was the team up with uh, Forze. I, I wouldn't know. I haven't oh, seen either see Forze or O's. Well, anyway, there's an explosion that happens. Ag, who's O's, gets yeah. Flies up in the air. He comes down. Literally lands straight on his head. <laughs> Not even joking. It's like a slow-mo shot. He gets about two feet from the ground and it just speeds up. He hits his head. He doesn't grab his head. He's not like out cold or anything like that. He just gets up because obviously it was a it was a stunt guy and you know all that type of stuff. But still, like, yeah. <sighs> oh, but yeah. Back Patch to the side note: hoverboards are stupid. They're not actually hoverboards because they don't hover. No, they're they're dumb. <sighs> but that's it for the drive v cinema sadly excel didn't turn into a bike that would have been hilarious and I, just, I just wanted to see go's expression when he transformed into a bike and be like what i do admit though the interaction between go uh what the hell's his name not excel what's, what's drive's name shinosuke shinosuke yes i couldn't think of it but go shinosuke and uh Terry that was hilarious. The interaction between the three of them. And how, like, how Go's trying to be all, like, nonchalant, and then Shinosuke's like, this guy's a cop! You will pay him respect! <laughs> he is a freaking captain. Pay him respect. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the weird Power Ranger suits now? Da, 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 da. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I that's that, what that, I think. That's our opinion on that. They kind of look like Iron Man esque suits, or they, they like if they Iron Man like, suits had muscles. I would say, well, technically, I would say Iron Man suit does have muscles. Um, but there's two things I want to say. One, they look like Iron Man suit if instead of the um, what the hell is it called? Um, what is what the arc reactor? The arc reactor. Thank you. Instead of the arc reactor, they took out the arc reactor and put in the tesseract. That's what it looks like. I can see that. Just um, they just put the tesseract in diagonally. Yeah. Um. The other thing. I saw a post on Twitter comparing these suits to Rita's green suit. And yeah, boy, and people... do they look similar. And also, one thing of note: yes, all the everyone but the T Rex helmet looks like the uh, pterodactyl helmet. Yeah, probably because this is a promotional shot. Maybe because they haven't finished the complete designs, and they were like, oh, "Crap, we need to release something now. Let's just recolor the heads for everyone else, and we'll figure it out later." Oh, I mean, no, because they, they are definitely... I mean, the two that look similar are pink and blue. Black's yeah. looks different because he's got, like, extra little, like, bits of the black visor that go up. And then yellow... Yellow's is a little bit more, like... I don't know how to describe it. Pink and blue look more elongated, whereas yellow's looks more squished. You know okay. what I mean? I am saving final judgment on these pictures on the suits until we see them on set, like, in action. 
Oh yeah, because I, I can't this is wait this is one hundred percent computer generated, and they kind of look shitty. But yeah, I won't. I said the same thing about Rita's costume. I wasn't a fan of it in the promotional shot, but I'm a fan of it now, seeing it in action. Yeah, like so, I can't. I cannot wait for this trailer. Like the set photos make a huge difference for this movie, especially with all the little Easter eggs with the street names everywhere. Oh yeah, Reefside, Blue Bay Harbor, Boulevard, etc., 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 etc. That's pretty cool. And just think, how many, especially with Supergirl now, they are yeah. now in Vancouver. Everyone's in Vancouver. So now you have Arrow, Flash, Legends, Supergirl, and Power Rangers all filming at the same time in Vancouver. Yep. <laughs> like, why can't we just move the TV show there? I don't... Like, really? Starting next season, move production to Canada. It's going to cost probably a lot less. It'll be a lot less to get, like, past actors in if you want them to do something. I mean, overall, I feel like it would be cheaper, but, you know. Yeah. Saban is really lenient with money. Yeah, I don't know. But, I don't know. I'm just, now we're going to get into the former Spe Rangers want your money. I was going to say, speaking of former actors. Former actors, former Ranger actors want your money. Actually, it's it's still unconfirmed if they want your money for this. But Yeah, you know, I told Sean before this, people are up in arms about this whole thing because we... Because they're going to ask for money, and people are all upset, saying, well, this is another attempt at them trying to get money. This has nothing to do with them trying to get money. Austin St. John might be trying to back some sort of movie that's separate from this. This is simply the Ranger actors doing a movie, trying to get people hyped for it, and that's it. Not once has anybody ever said, hey... Send us money so we can finish this movie. It's, we're making a movie, we want you to watch it. So we're, like, hyping it up for you. But what might still happen is they might show the Kickstarter... Because if you scroll down further, there's a date, May 19th. That's six days from today. Yep. So there may or may not be a Kickstarter that shows up at some point. Or, like, an Indiegogo or whatever. A crowdfunding site of some sort. Because I will but, admit, it seems like a lot of the people in here I would watch. I, I, you know, there's a lot of things in here that I actually am interested in seeing, like David Yost doing something like this. You know, David we, Yost acting again. Yeah, I mean, are we gonna get like crazy intense fight scenes between like Johnny Young Bosch and some other suit at, or suit or not suit people, but like. Uh, stunt actors and stuff like that. Johnny because, Young Bosch versus Daniel Daniel Southworth. I mean, let's just look down this list. Who's a martial artist? Austin St. John, Johnny Young Bosch, Steve Cardenas, uh, Blake, Blake Foster, Foster, Jason Font, not so much. Dan Southworth, Yoshi, uh, Azim Risk, Yoshi. That's a lot of martial arts people. So I feel like if this is going to have a lot of like. Uh, really good choreographed fight scenes 
I'm down for this movie. Like, I have yet to see... It's kind of annoying with everybody changing their pictures and stuff like that, but other than that, I don't care. Well, also, when your Twitter feed is just the picture 16 times in a row, you're kind of just like, stop it, please. Well, that's why I don't follow many actors. Like, I used to follow a crap ton of actors, not just Power Ranger actors. Like The only one... No, I follow all of them. All of them. On this list. I don't. But... I don't know. I Again, follow I follow some on Facebook, but I don't follow I, any on Twitter. I'm reserving final judgment on this until the 19th, and then because yeah, all we've seen so far is a few videos of behind the scenes stuff and the logo. And one of the videos has Dan Southworth, David Jared, Yost, Karen Ash. Ashley. And, and Azim. Uh, is that Azim? I thought it was Johnny and Bosch. Let me. I'm gonna zoom in on that. I'm gonna full screen it and check it out. I'm gonna Wait full screen it. it too. Yeah, that's Azim. Oh, it's Jason Font in the front. I mean, it's kind of blurry, but I can kind of make out his facial features. So it's Jason Font in the front, David Yost in a pair of stunning shades. Karen <laughs> Ashley, and then I believe that's Azim in the back. Yoshi might be a little harder to pick out now that he cut his hair and doesn't look like a caveman anymore. Oh, yeah. He definitely will. And, uh, yeah. So, we're just going to wait till the 19th to reserve final judgments, but on to more former actors wanting your money. Or not. I don't know. Morphicon news. Some more Morphicon news. Divatox, the voice of the Phantom Ranger. Allison McInnes from Lightspeed Rescue. Chris Violette from SPD. Azim Rizik. Risk? Risk? Risk. From Megaforce and Super Megaforce. Should I say this? Go for it. Sutomo Kitagawa. I was just going to say a Super Sentai and Godzilla suit yeah. actor. Super Sentai suit and Godzilla suit. So that adds a little bit more to the thing. So in total, we have, let's see. Well, let me just check. Because I, I saw the announcement thing, and I can't remember who he did the suits for. I actually want to look that up. Because he, he's pretty older, so I don't think he's done anything recently. Yeah. But yeah, so that's more, more people, including the voice of the Phantom Ranger. Uh, let's see. Battle Kenya from Battle Fever J, Denzi Blue, Goggle Black, Dino Black, Blue 3 from Bioman, Change Pegasus from Change Man, Blue Flash from Flash Man, Blue Mask from Mask Man, Shishi Ranger from Die Ranger, and Ninja Black from Kaku Ranger. He also wow, he also did Caesar Remus uh, Realms from Chosei and Grand Caesar. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he did Godzilla quite a few times actually. Still no word if any of the Dino Charge cast are going to be there. They might just be hiding as per usual. To reveal who the voice of Doomwing or Xeno Wing will be. Because 
It's not going to be a person in the suit. It's going to be a giant bird thing. Well, we also have to question, is it going to be a person and human? Or a person and bird thing? Or just bird thing? Because technically there was an episode of Kyoduger where he did become... Well, he didn't become human. He just had an Energem... An Energem... Not an Energem. A Judenshi that turned him... Or made him look human to other people. Disguised him, yes. Yes, thank you. But... (laughs) So, yeah. And we don't have actual Power Rangers to talk about, either. No, we don't. Because that's not going to be back for another, like, what? Five months? Three, five months, yeah, something like that. I just want to meet Michael Hollander from VR Troopers. Ah, because he seems like a really cool dude. Well, you're going, right? Yes, I am. And uh, it's still up in the air, apparently, if Eric's going. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it recently. I did offer him a Fallout 3 code, but he already had it, so AP now has Fallout 3. Brand new I... season of... <laughs> Brand new season of Find AP. <laughs> oh, no, Fallout 3 is a single player. single player season. only. Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I had the code, and I wasn't going to sell it. I was just going to give it away, because I don't need it. I don't need the money, either. I was only going to sell it for, like, ten bucks anyways, because that's how much it's worth. Can I just say how happy I am if the only two people from Samurai who are going to Morphicon are the two Red Rangers? And not HDJ? Oh, yeah, he, by the way, Hector David Jr. rebranded himself as HDJ. That's not surprising. He hangs around Jason David Frank way too much. (laughs) <laughs> the only one going from Super Mega from Mega Force and Super Mega Force, Ciara Hanna. Well, and Azim Risk. Oh yeah, that's right. Because yeah. they they didn't update the pictures yet. The, the two people, people, the two actors, people actually want to see. Well, although I Cameron think, Jebo, I feel I like thought Cameron Christina. Ma- no, I think uh, Chris um, Christina Masterson, uh, Emma is going to be there too. It, She's not on the list. Not, they haven't updated this thing yet. <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah. The only one from SPD going is Monica May. No, nope. like care- uh, CJ. Oh, and Chris Vallette. Yeah, that's Chris right. Vallette. Yeah, Sky. Sky, that's right. Um, all I have to say is I want a Power Rangers After Dark panel so she can pull off some of her burlesque moves. Which, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, go to her Instagram page. I, I can't remember what her... her, what her uh, Miss uh, Katie May? or Something like that. Just look up Monica May. On Instagram, you'll find it. She posts a lot of uh, rather interesting pictures that I will admit, probably not safe for work. So don't open it up where, you know... Definitely not safe for work, I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Because I do right. know she had a whole burlesque costume she made that was based around SPD Yellow. That she actually used on stage. Yep. Yeah, Christina Masterson was added on. And uh, Steven Skyler, uh, the Gold Ranger, is going to be there as well. They have not updated the list because, um, let's see, what do we got? We've got... As, as long as Hector and Najee... Oh, that's from Samurai. Yeah. Yeah, as long as, the, yeah, as, long as those two don't go, I don't care. Because we've got one <laughs> RPM Ranger going, Ari really? Boyland. Yeah. Really? And we have three Wild Force Rangers that are going to be there. We've got silver, blue... No, silver, black, and yellow. 
Okay, a yellow hasn't been updated on here. Yeah, no. And alien rain, alien blue ranger as well. There's one. Oh, it's two light speed. Oh, at least the the brother sister combo will be there for light speed rescue. Yeah. Two pink rangers from Lost Galaxy. Yep, both Kendricks and Corone. Turbo. Technically, only three from Turbo. That's interesting. Yeah, and only one from the like re rebirth of Turbo, the second half of Turbo, with uh. Oh yeah, Selwyn Ward, the first black leader of the Power Rangers. <laughs> Basically. So yeah, we've got. There's a there's a lot going for Mighty Morphin. Yeah. You got two yellows, two reds, two blacks, pink Zordon, Rita, and I other think... Rita. <laughs> Because I think the other ones, she was like, one of them was the suit actress for Rita, and the other one was a voice. No. Uh, no. Wait. Fuck, what the hell was her name? Peta I Marie. I forgot her name. I don't know who Peta Marie Rickson is, but the... I'm going to Google her right Car now. Carla Perez is the actual woman who played the physical version of Rita. When she did oh. the whole facelift thing so she could look <laughs> okay, younger. Okay, so... Petta Marie Rickson was from the movie. MMPR the movie. She was, I believe, uh... What's her face? Uh... She was not... She was not the Amazonian woman. I don't think. No, she was Alpha 5. Oh! Okay. And then Jason Yabara was a suit actor. Also, fun little fact. Do you know the voice actor Billy West? Yeah. Did you know he did the voice of Alpha at one point? Really? Yeah. If you look up Billy West and you look at what he's done, he is actually listed a few times as the voice of Alpha. Nice. Wait, is it Billy West? Damn it, no. I think it was the guy who did Invader Zim? Fuck, I can't remember. Now I want to look, damn it. Invader Zim. Da, 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 da. Richard Stephen Horvitz. Yes, he is. He did Alpha 5. Live action. See, I, it doesn't actually. And it says MMPR, PRZ, PRT, Alpha 5, 93 to 97. Credited as Richard Wood. So, apparently. He did a lot. He also did, apparently, Alpha 7. From yeah. Wild Forest Forever Red. He was Billy and Billy's dad in The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yeah. Grey Matter in Ben 10. Yep. Mostly known for Invader Zim and Billy from Billy and Mandy. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, see, now, see, according to... Uh, okay, he did... In Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, he also did Alpha 5. Hmm. Okay. So, K uh, Chaos from Skylanders. Apparently, yeah. Ziggs and Rumble from Legends of... Uh, or League of Legends. Daggett from uh, Angry Beavers. That was a great show. Yeah. So, is that it? 
Yeah, we got nothing else to talk about. We went longer, I thought, than I thought we did, or we're going to. We kind of started, kind of started off slow and then just powered through it. Yeah, powered through mm-hmm. it. Yep, yeah. I made the pun. Woo! Alrighty, so this is where we're gonna end it. I don't know what the I'm next gonna play. T- the next time you hear me, I will be less stressed about school. You will be out of school. I will be out of school. Not less stressed. Just no out stress. of school. <laughs> no stress. Life will be good. Well, technically you've got your girlfriend there, so I feel like any stress you have, she can help you get rid of it pretty easily. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> good thing she can't hear me. <laughs> yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> I feel uh, like she'd have something to say about that. Oh, yeah, she would. <laughs> Are you talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so great. You just hear a... Huh? <laughs> yeah, no. All right. I think this is the best place to end it. <laughs> Before we just laugh for another half hour. Oh, my God. It was good. Uh, Okay. I'm Fumix a lot on Twitter. He's still Snarky Sean, correct? Oh, uh, last time I checked. Okay. <laughs> We're on Blogspot, you know, geektokupodblogspot.com. We're on iTunes, Geekishly Toku Podcast. We're on Twitter. on Twitter. We're on the Facebook. And Facebook, which I haven't uploaded, updated in like two months. Yeah, we're we have seriously a lagging on that. thread that I haven't updated in like two months. Because I keep forgetting. And, yeah. and that's all for us. See you in two weeks when Sean will be a somewhat free man. Yay! Woo! Bye! Bye bye! <laughs>
Ay bitte, ay bitte, ay bitte. 